and welcome to another quarantine net standard edition of uh, Here Be Dragons. My name is Jared Sarton. I am the Dungeon Master, and my wonderful uh, test subjects, I mean players, are uh, Alex Kearsley, Austin Schumacher, Lindsay Sarton, Nathan Rogersack, and Lauren Bird. And I've got a uh, DM in training here, Tinkerbell. She is rolling all nat 20s and uh, killing all of the players. No, that's that's no. her goal, so if you see her reach for the dice, you know what's happening. Um, but before we hop into the actual game and the killing... Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. yeah we got a sassy queen raid! Welcome in, Raining. y'all! I want to say thank you for the raids, the hosts, the bits, all right, out of the gate here. Uh, thank Meow you to Cadence. Uh, Mountain Dew thank just gave you. us a follow. Uh, as we're looking at that right here, uh, one of the things we do is we have the hype boss. So you'll see below me uh, that there is a little bar that currently just got taken over? No, no, no. Oh, no, it's, it's, still, it's still the real place. POTUS. I just saw some damage hit. Uh, but... The real POTUS is currently our hype boss, and uh, what happens is he's got a little health bar there, and as you follow, subscribe, give bits, give tips, um, you will get to knock down that health bar, and if you become the new hype boss, you get to assign a nat 20 to any of the players or the DM, meaning at any point that they would roll a d20, they can say, no, that's going to be a crit. A crit hit. He always tries to make it a DM. <laughs> I, have to throw it that, I have to throw that in there. But it's true. Uh, it's happened. It happens. <laughs> um, we do have a few other things that happen. When you do give tips, there is a $5 tip level. This little box over my shoulder here has a few scrolls in it. There's a bunch of small effects that happen randomly uh, over the course of uh, the next couple moments after the tip comes in. Uh, those aren't assignable. They'll get randomly assigned out to either the characters, the DM, or the environment. Uh, at the $10 level, we do have... Oh, why am I blanking here? A reroll. Uh, so the rerolls will be uh, assigned by you. So when you're tipping at $10 or at an increment of 10 please let us know who you want to give rerolls to. That is the players and the DM. Still throwing that in there. Uh, and finally, at the $25 level, we do have a challenger friend or foe approaches, meaning the DM's got a few friends and foes in his sleeve, and, uh, short sleeve, and uh, we will pull one of those out, and it'll affect the game. Uh, oh, man, they're they're going after it. The cadence, you get to... Uh, you get to let us know who that um, re-roll is going to. FYI, it can also go to Tinkerbell, and it goes to Astro. Yeah, if you do say Tinkerbell, the doggo here, we do have a little blink dog in the game, and the blink dog can be given... Oh, yeah! Oh, Garth. So Garth starts off with a re-roll, um, and you guys nice. are already knocking down the real POTUS. Uh, before we kick into the game as well, we do want to quickly call out all of our sponsors and thank everyone who has tipped, subbed, followed, liked, shared, um, all of the above. Um, so thank you to those of you watching and thank you to those of you who have supported. We do have a few things over my shoulder here. Blacksmith Craft Dice is the first one. Um, any thunks and thuds you hear rolling from most of the players. Um, is Blacksmith Craft Dice. It's a metal dice that you can get fairly inexpensively on Amazon, but they are really, really, really nice. They feel great, they roll great, 
Um, we've they roll pretty, exactly what you need. We've crafted that term as well. Uh, we do also have critical treasures who make some really great handmade gifts. Um, they're anywhere from dice bags. You see that Lauren has the one right here. Uh, pins, markers. I think she has some dice that she imports as well. Uh, so feel free to support her in her Etsy shop. That link is below in Twitch here as well. And finally, we do have uh, Caffeinated Cobalt. Uh, Caffeinated Cobalt is a game-themed, inspired um, coffee group. They have four different flavors, some really, really good beans. They've worked with a couple different importers to get some great flavor that's supposed to just encompass like Saturday morning games with friends or uh, Friday evening games with friends, whatever it may be. Um, it's great coffee and I love it. And Jared, what if people like want to rock a shirt like one of us is wearing, like, you oh. know, Sassy Queen did. Um, so my shirt isn't available, but uh, the shirts that are available, oh yeah, Lindsay is wearing uh, one of our finely crafted shirts that was on our Indiegogo. I got um, a little uh, sun, some like really drastic sun lines from my balcony the other day, so I decided not so, to wear the tank top. So her tank top is available, Lauren's tank top is available both in tank tops and t-shirts. Uh, Rumil's is available, same with Garth's, and the shirt that Alex is wearing is sort of just a show shirt, and we will see that uh, more shirts will be coming soon. And Rumil, um, please make note that you have a re-roll. Thanks, Cadence, for that one. And, and Cadence has just torn down the bits. Has torn down the hype boss, um, so he's going to assign a nat 20 to someone. Um, oh, wow, man! Before Thanks we, for all the love, Cadence. Before we even get into the story, thank you for jumping in and supporting us. Um, and now we're actually going to start telling stories. And the Cadence, story time. let us know who the Nat Twenty goes to. Uh, you doubled up on that. Uh, nat Twenty to Ari, and it is a Gnat Twenty. Okay, thank you. Okay, yeah. she just got a Nat Twenty from Cadence. I just started rolling my portents with my blacksmith craft dice. Lauren, can you tell them what I rolled? Oh, that's a nat 20, y'all. Mm-hmm, and let me get that next one. Let's see what that is. All right, that'll be for the DM. <laughs> 19! <laughs> yes, thank you for that 19. Okay, uh, well, that means let's amp the numbers up. There is going to be death and lots of it. Uh, <laughs> cool. So, last we were found we were in the stumble on inn having a solemn drink at the end of the evening with the ghost blade as ibrin and our tailor friend had passed in some battles prior the players had um, assumed some power through a ritual of the kingstone uh, little did they know it was going to happen but it did so with this newfound power but nothing to show for it immediately, the players retreated off to sleep after having dinner and ale and a very restless night for most of them. Uh, players, you are waking up in the morning. The day after you've been ceremonially given power of the kingdom, um, what is it that you'd wish to do as you're getting up in the inn? Hmm. Um, I'm assuming Drakland has spent his 12, 13 hours of sword fighting the wall, whatever it may be. While flying. While whoa, flying. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> the invisible enemies, not the wall. Okay, okay. 
I'm pretty sure Ari probably cried herself to sleep and didn't get to sleep for a while, so she's sleeping in this morning. Mm. Someone, uh, you know, killed her boyfriend, so it's fine. There was that. And there it is. It has finally been admitted. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the, oh! the DM looks over his notes here to see that there is no boyfriend girlfriend. It was just a crazy stalker girl, but you know. <laughs> The, uh, I will say, um, Garth probably spent a lot of time just like, like he was, he quietly, uh, consulted his God and then also spent time just pouring over his spells, like, like focusing on the magic that he is able to do just knowing like, oh, we, we still haven't defeated the the dragon, uh, the dragon king, yeah. dude. You know we we have a long way to go, and that person has already defeated one of our own. Mm-hmm. That bastard. And we just went to a PG thirteen rating, ladies and gentlemen. Are <laughs> <laughs> uh, children watching? Uh, meanie. I think that. Uh, boop. <laughs> <laughs> well, we edit it and post. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry about your ears, children. Would probably. I know we had talked about um, doing something with um, Ebrin's burial place, um, and so I think kind of early in the morning um, he would leave, kind of before anyone else. Um, also, because he only needs four hours of sleep. Um, of transfer, you know, so he'll transfer four hours and then <laughs> go out. Um, and I want to take um, the uh, the tree, the T R E E that I have with me. Not a literal tree, but the um, the treant thing, mm-hmm. um, and like stick it into the ground, like over his. Uh, where he's buried, and just kind of see if I like if we can get some of that um, that tree growth there. Um, so I would probably start with that. I'll let you. Yeah, I mean, take it from there. there might be some after that, but I at least want to like pause there for a moment. Yeah, you you stick the the injector tip of this thing into the ground. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a giant construction uh, that. Handful of days prior, you had recalled seeing um, essentially the ser- the spirits of the treants that had been removed from the land returning to it, uh, mm-hmm. in hopes that you see growth here. As you stick the device into the ground and lock it in from falling over, um, bury it just a little bit to hold it in place. You do notice that uh, grass grows up very nicely over the mound to cover it as if it had been there for a couple days uh, or longer. Uh, nothing like a full growth over, but sure. like lots of fresh life grows right uh, on the, the freshly packed dirt. Um, and you notice that you feel more presence of life coming into the area, but you don't see any treants or any uh, forms of that sort happen up at the top of the hill here. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, I think even that would just probably give him a, a sense of of warmth 
um, being a druid and kind of focusing more on long-term stuff, like he would see this as like the process of life is, you know, life continues on and from death comes new life. And so we have new growth. And so um, kind of cool to see the process of life from that. Um, I think after, if I have a little bit of time left, um, I would try to stroll into town. Um, I don't know if the bakery is open. Um, but if I could get uh, some rolls, and um, I'm gonna take a couple of them, seeing you look like you're nodding. Yeah, um, you, so you do make it into town, and the bakery does <clears throat> uh, have their clothes sign up, but you see some motion oh, okay. as the baker is uh, setting up shop. Uh, and the goblins who tend to the shop are there. One of the goblins notices you kind of eyeing in and opens the door and, and leans out. We're, we're not open yet, but um, we'll, we'll open in about 20 minutes. You can come in now. I'm sure it'll be fine. And he looks back over the counter. Yeah, it's fine. Come on in and um, you can get a couple of the, the freshest rolls or sweets or whatever you need this morning. We do have a lot being made still, such as like... Um, the sweetest of donut treats, but um, there's there's some breads out already. Oh, that that would be perfect. I, I just the just early B one R D. What? The early B one R D gets the exactly. roll. Um, no, I just I just need um, uh, just a couple of rows. Um, they don't need to be necessarily the sweetest. I'll take we'll take whatever's here. Um, yeah, there's there's a few uh, nice croissants down here, and then there's a couple sweet rolls. Uh, it'll only be a, a silver. Perfect. And I'll I'll take the sweet rolls um, and toss a silver. Um, and then what I want to do is go to the the park. All right. Um, and I'm going to take the sweet rolls and uh, a couple of rations, days rations. Okay. Um, and I'm going to speak in Druidic to um, B1RD, have him... Uh, fly the the rolls in, put them on the water, and then drop the rations uh, next to the sweet rolls. You're talking about the the park outside the portal. Of town. Where, yeah, well, yeah. he's at the park and he's at oh, the so yeah, to yeah. To I'm going the to the portal. portal and having him basically fly some food to the baby kraken. All right, as you do that, B1RD lets out a couple quick. Uh, methodical chirps in agreement and flies through the portal, disappears only momentarily, and then comes flying back with his claws open uh, as he had dropped the food and rations off. Um, and you can hear faintly, as the town has been pretty quiet this morning, you can hear some splashing sure. just out of side, uh, outside of the wall. Uh, and you believe that uh, this little kraken beast has gotten its breakfast and treats. Perfect. Now that the Kraken has been fed, quick shout-outs to Push, who has shown up. Push the Fisherman is here, and Craig, son of Horus, is here saying hi, and also saying never trust a goblin baker. Must have had a bad experience. Must have had a bad experience. <laughs> no. Ours has been good. I mm -hmm. mean, this one's been fine so far. <laughs> so far. <laughs> yeah. All right, so as you're now making your way back to the Stumble on Inn, it is getting close to about 8-ish in the morning, and Perfect. the town is getting to come to life a little bit. Uh, a few carts are starting to set up outside, uh, and 
there's people opening <coughs> their windows. It is a fresh morning. Uh, the air is crisp, and you do start smelling a bit more commotion as far as breakfasts being cooked, um, some wash being started, and uh, the innkeeper looks at you, nods his head, huh, out all night? Uh, not all night, just uh, had a, a bit of a rest and then uh, went to go for a bit of a walk. It's nice to get some fresh air that really clears the mind, you know. Uh, indeed it does. You know what else cleans the mind up a bit? Some breakfast and a uh, strong pour of ale. But um, I agree with you there, sir. <laughs> the, the, the dwarf has a little bit of a, a foam mustache on his face already as he's consumed his breakfast beer it seems and um <laughs> is standing behind the bar with a big grin uh waiting for other patrons to come in just like yourself mm-hmm. uh, he knocks on the kitchen door all right let's start some breakfast up and uh breakfast begins to be cooked in the back uh the rest of you you're most likely either waking up or stumbling out unless Dracland has had his second breakfast and is hanging out in the corner <laughs> I was going to say, so as that's happening with Ramil and the barkeep, I'm actually at the next table eating my breakfast, and I look over disgusted at this, like, foam beer, like, in the morning. I'm like, oh, people here, this is the worst. Ramil, you'll hear me say that kind of under my breath slash not under my breath, kind of loud. <laughs> at that moment, you two notice that uh, you're the only two patrons in the bar. Yeah. <laughs> Um, this is a bit of a technical thing. Um, for those of you who can see chat, mine isn't working. So if there's anything I need to know, let me know. Cause, um, oh, they're just cussing you out. That's awesome. awesome. Boom. Yeah. They just That's don't chat like activity right there. Forget the druid. Mm-hmm. Why don't, did he come back? Don't find like, the druid. <laughs> you know, this is lose the druid. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of find the druid, lose the druid. <laughs> All right, the rest of you players, anything else you want to do? This breakfast is starting up, and you're starting to smell it. Uh, At this point, Astro is kind of sitting at the door with his nose raised. uh, as he's smelling meats being cooked. He's ready to go. Garth is very ready to go. Garth might even go to the the flap of the tent. Like, I don't know if you said you're sleeping in. I don't know if Valori's up yet. Uh, but he might almost like kind of look at the dog and kind of like hold the flap open. Like, Do you, are you hungry? <laughs> uh, so as you hold the flap open, uh, Astro kind of looks around and hops out and runs out the door and down the steps and ends up sliding up against Rumiel's boot and sits up and stares at him and just kind of wags his tail, waiting for some scrap of food to uh, be dropped to him. I'll Strat- shout to the girls. Awesome. Yeah, Here. I'll shout to the girls. I'm gonna go feed the dog. <laughs> I run off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Basically. Mm-hmm. And yep. for you, Valari. Um, I think Valari probably worked with Astro a little bit um the night before, but then probably just like laid in bed awake most of the night um kind of in like this weird daze like probably thinking um so I imagine I'm just like 
Okay, and then like rolls up like, <laughs> you know how we do every morning in quarantine. Um, <laughs> just a normal quarantine morning. Just like, ugh. like not tired, just like not wanting to do anything, but not wanting to not do anything. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. you know what? Yeah, relatable. Normal right? quarantine morning. Are there any pillow goblins around in the blanket fort, Triss? There's one standing by the door that has a plate of uh, small biscuits. Uh, looks more like a scone or a, a little hard pastry. I'd probably, like, wave him over. He, he'll stumble over and hold the, the plate out to you, kind of above your head, giving you an obscured view of what's on there. I'll, like, sit up, grab one, and then... Probably like hug the pillow goblin. <laughs> I just need a hug, and adventures aren't the hugging kind. And flop down. <laughs> ah, let me go. There's, there's a little bit of like motion, and then he just seems to give up and turn into like just a stuffed pillow animal. <laughs> you hugged the sentience out of him. Well, <laughs> no, I got this. I really. I don't. It's just a pillow now. <laughs> Just a pillow with a sharpied on face. <laughs> a biscuit in my mouth and take the pillow buddy and roll over and catch another like 15, 20 minutes. All right. Uh, the rest of the group is now meeting up in the, the bar area. Astro is sitting on his hind haunches and just staring up and drooling as Rumil is getting his plate of food. Um, uh, Valari stumbles in and looks well-worn and... More like shambles. Shambles. Shambles in, all right? Uh, oh. Uh, and without even saying anything, the barkeep hands you the, a small mug of the the thick, bitter liquid that uh, has been known as energy drink or energy juice. Uh, the jumpin' juice. The jumpin' juice. Uh, the java, if you will. The java, yes. Uh, and says nothing to you and kind of nods his head as you pass by. Um, you're all sitting in the bar area. A few families come in and take tables off to the sides and begin their morning ritual of breakfast before a big day. I will grace the others with my presence. Oh, thank you. You two are greeted with a small cup of the bitter liquid as well. And, uh, I chug it and hold it out for Rico. He he hands you another and goes, mm, "You're gonna be in a world of hurt if you drink any more than two. I already am, and I go and I sit down. <laughs> He's left wide-eyed, and the the smirk just drops from his face, and the innkeeper just kind of backs away and slides into the kitchen, not knowing how to handle that interaction. Uh, I'll say, uh, Ari, uh, take a seat here. Mm. I sit. I'll be like, so, how are you doing? <laughs> I just imagine, <laughs> hey. I bawling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a really hard day, and I don't want to be a queen, and I think I should have never left home. <laughs> I, start cry- I start crying, too. <laughs> I miss him too. <laughs> I 
I see at their table that they're crying. <laughs> and I start getting choked up too. Because I'm a sympathetic crier. I'm just staring <laughs> off into space and like holding food down to Astro. Just like not yep. even paying attention to them. I'll kind of like reach my hand over and like put it on your arm and be like, you're, you're sad about Lavotte as well then. <laughs> <laughs> I just look at him and... Oh. Double. Dracula feels like that he's miscalculated this situation, but he doesn't know how, so he's just gonna stop talking. I I didn't realize I was running a full on PTSD episode today. <laughs> the whole party is just like staring off into space and bawling for no reason, and the barkeep doesn't know how to handle any of that. Uh, plates of food do end up like being cautiously set in front of you, <laughs> and. So- and a small <laughs> pint of beer, and a, and for those of you who hadn't already two shots of the java, a small shot of the java gets placed in front of you, and it's like, just things are placed in front of you with no <laughs> words, and the barkeep and uh, the kobold that's helping out today are just silent and keep their head down and can't make eye contact with any of you. Um, I'll play my pan flute. <laughs> Just to kind of cheer the others up. I love <laughs> to add something other than the sound of sobbing <laughs> to the room. Um, question for the DM. After he starts playing the pan flute, do I feel happier or less happy? <laughs> do I feel more miserable now? I think I do. You, you uh, start to feel happier and then it okay. just kind of washes over you and then you feel sadness again. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably pretty accurate. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Hope comes and then is ripped away. Yeah. Uh, as as you're all crying into your breakfasts and whatever you're choosing to drink, whether it's Java water or pause playing beer. to drink beer. Yeah, there Probably you go. Java water as the tears dilute the you know. salty coffee. <laughs> Gross. Uh, Barkeep <laughs> quietly comes around. Um, bre- breakfast is. On the house, and he says that to each of you, and quickly we'll remember that, sir. Quickly removes himself from the situation before he gets pulled into any of what oh. is going on. You are so kind, and your kindness will be remembered. Uh huh. <laughs> we should make this the official in. I think that should be one of the first things. Garth, why don't you just? Take a moment, um, have a, have a little bit drink, have a little bit to eat, and then maybe don't talk for about ten minutes. <laughs> ten minutes? I've already not talked for at least eight hours. Is Tom for you? This does not usually happen. <laughs> he does talk in his sleep. <laughs> yes, I'm I'm running over my spells. <laughs> the jail cell. As you're all finishing oh, yeah. breakfast and uh, poking yeah. at the remainder of food on your plates, uh, you hear a triumphant entrance outside. Trumpets and oh, horns different. sound. Uh, but they sound in such a way that it almost feels like it's in the inn as well. Um, a very magical presence of music is bringing something or someone 
into the town hey, square. Way for Prince Ali. No vocalists. No vocalists? Oh, okay. No vocalists. Just the elephants. Basically. Well, this seems very odd. So, yeah. as soon as that starts, I'm probably going to pause and then go check it out. Yeah, I'm going to get up and go outside. Mm-hmm. Yep. As you all step outside, you see a fey griffin land down in front of the inn. Uh, the griffin glows of a blue and purple mist. There's a rider on top uh, who is very elf-like, uh, but at some point has lost some of the humanness uh, and is more almost an ethereal being. Uh, the being steps off of the griffin and the griffin sits and tucks its wings and curls its tail just around its feet and stares at its master and then the creature, the human creature walks forward and shouts out there is a new ruler oh, should I say rulers appointed to this land they will make their faces known at the right time and those of you who have been appointed, please make your faces known to your people soon enough. And he turns, and as he looks across the crowd, he slows down and catches each one of you in the eye, knowing knowing (laughs) that it's you. And yeah, do you do you want to roll perception to see if you see that? I want to roll deception. He's rolling oh, deception. deception. Oh, deception. Okay, I thought you said perception. I'm like, it's okay. A plus zero. Okay, let's see. No- <laughs> that one fell. That is so far away. He knows it's me. <laughs> he knows so much. Are you sure? Garth you don't- is there. Garth is like. <laughs> Garth is like this. Are Are you sure you don't want to use your uh, your portent twenty? Uh, and he slows down and looks at each of you and especially Garth at this point stares you right in the eyes and then looks around to the crowd and with that the presence of your leader will be known shortly and again casts a quick glance over to you lot hops under the griffin and they just launch back up into the air trumpets again sound magically with no presence of trumpeters uh, and he flies off into the distance and disappears very quickly do you think that we can also have griffins if the guy that just tells people about the leaders gets a griffin do you think we can get a griffin well he he came from the fae which uh, yes so maybe it might be possible, but that's going to take some doing. <laughs> Second order of business, Griffin. <laughs> do we do we know who that was? Uh, nope. Is there... I turn. Is there anybody next to me? Uh, there's a handful of children who have pushed out between you uh, cool. from I the turn... inn and have I... been like jaw dropped and they're staring up into the sky I turn to the kids who is that um I don't know 
But that kitty was beautiful. I want a flying kitty too. It it it's a, a griffin. But yeah, okay. I turn back to guard. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. As a four-year-old goes, look at that kitty. <laughs> Garth, Garth looks up at Arya and like looks at eye level to the children that she just asked, and like, <laughs> and then Garth looks for an adult. Uh, there's a few adults who are hustling past, uh, but the the parents inside are trying to get their children in to to finish their breakfast. Hmm. Maybe Crossbones knows. Crossbones, do you know who that was? <laughs> Maybe Cole. Cole, do you know? No, but he's right about them sassy little kids. Yeah. Um, I was You were sassy. Um, That's fine. You're an are assassin? There, are there, <laughs> so, I mean, a lot, we've got a lot of hustling and bustling. I mean, could just be some sort of magical announcer. <laughs> Cole says Cole. it was Steve. Duh. <laughs> oh, Steve. oh yeah. Steve. <laughs> he he wasn't talking very Californian there, but uh, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he grew up fast, and he didn't look like Steve at all. <laughs> so, how are we supposed to tell people it's us? Do we run away? I don't. This is all a lot of pressure. I'm not telling anyone. They said when the time is right. Okay, today's not the day. It's just, uh, we're not in the right place yet emotionally. I don't know that this <laughs> city is in the right place. Well, unfortunately, I think it would need some rulers to get into a better place. But I will say, um, if we did declare ourselves rulers, we are looking for the Dragon King. The Dragon King is seeking to rule. If we declare ourselves rulers, guess who becomes target number one? Perfect. We'll set a trap. It could be... It could work as a trap. Exactly. Oh, I was not expecting him to agree. That was... But it was a good plan. Where did Ghostblade go? You haven't seen him this morning. Okay. Uh, He had retired to a different room at the end of the night. Ah, he was at the inn, though? Yeah. Okay. If the ghost blade is around, um, it does seem to be... It would seem to be logical to get whatever information he has. Clearly, he knows the inner workings of this city better than we do, and somehow he felt comfortable planting bombs in the lower city. Yeah, that happened. There are things that apparently that we should be privy to if we are going to be, A, becoming leaders... More on that later, but B, making any sort of move against the Dragon King, that is something that we will need more information about. True. Well, now we're going to have to figure out where the Dragon King even went. Exactly. We, we don't know. He's not with Ebrin, and he's likely coming to get Shadowblade, so we've got a. Ghostblade. Whatever, they're the same. <laughs> the, the blade we cannot thing. see. I'm just gonna call him Shadow. You'll know what I mean. Unless. <laughs> and you speaking know of shadows, Shadow Reels! I'm saying Shadow Reels. It's like I said it enough times and then she showed up. Yep. I mean, she was, she was busy making 
the morning pastries that she Rita had purchased. Oh, so that's now she's here. Thank you. They that's were quite fair. delicious. I'll ask the Kraken how they were. Uh, so I as that as you've oh, stepped inside and have uh, started discussing what the next steps are, uh, you hear some armored boots uh, kind of hustle past the inn and are heading towards the gate Garrison. of the city. I poke my head out. Who is it? Uh, as, you, as you peek out, you do see some heavily armored guards, much more armored than the ones that tend to patrol uh, throughout the city. They are hustling in formation, about eight of them, towards the gate. Uh, the interesting thing you do notice are there are both purple and gold sashes amongst some of the, the armor, uh, that it seems that the upper and lower cities are banding together for something. Uh, but they, they're moving with uh, quite a click in their, their step that they've made it up towards the gates and are hustling through by the time you catch a full understanding of what had just happened. Hmm. I stick my head back in and report what I just saw to the team. Well, that, that's, that's something big. Shall we follow? I, I think that would be best if the city is uniting. Okay. They usually don't want us following them. Yeah, well, we're there. We're the rulers. Well, well, they don't know that. So is this how you want to come out and say, hey, I'm a king? Also, hey, Farage, for joining us. Hello, how are you? <laughs> well, if we're going to follow, we better do it quick. I just... I, th- I feel like we'd be able to find them. I feel like we need... I would like the answer first. Who that person was on the Griffin? Was that someone of important? Is there any like I'm guessing? I'll kind of get up and walk to the bartender. Mm-hmm. Say, hey, the bartender, we, know. we just saw somebody on a Griffin with all those horns. Do you know who that was? Oh, the the last time we saw one of those here, um, he I think he was announcing the the current kings of the the city. Well the former kings of the city who have recently passed. Um, I was just a, a young lad then. Um, waiting tables. I, w- I think I was actually over in that corner and points over at uh, the far corner. Um, I, I do remember the horns and I do remember the announcement, but um, he seemed to have not changed since I saw him last. Um, huh. So he's doesn't seem real? Or he's like a enchantment? I'm, Why would he only come at these opportune moments? It seems very strange. Well, I don't know how these kings and queens are chosen, but whoever they are now, um, seems that um, there must be some magic in how it's bestowed upon them, because this magical being seems to show up, and according to my, my learnings as a child, the kings and queens, um... They come from different backgrounds, so I have no idea. There's some weird thing happening here. How do the people know who to trust when somebody claims that they are the king or queen? Apparently, um, inside the castle, there's a a stone that only lets the kings and queens touch it or something. That's what I hear. Inside the... Room. Well, that sounds completely false. 
I'll go sit down. <laughs> we could wander through town for a bit, see the damage from yesterday, and maybe Ghostblade is out and about early. If we don't see anything, we could always follow where the guards went. I'd be fine with that. And see what happens. What happened? With where the guards are going to? We definitely need just information. And look, survey. Indeed. Let's go find information. I roll my eyes. <laughs> I love the information finding part of it. Talking to people, writing things down. All right. Documenting. Yes, path, let's go. <laughs> yes. No, I can keep talking about it as we walk. As we're walking, uh, you just but, like. But what information are we specifically looking for? But we need to get a beat on on wherever the Dragon King went. We have this Griffin Rider who no one seems to know anything about. Although, quite frankly, uh, it seems fair that he might uh, appear only at the coronation of kings of, or announcing of kings. Now we have the cities uniting. Uh, the garrisons coming together. And we have Ghostblade missing, so there's a there's, there's a lot. Hold on. I go up to his room, and I knock on the door to see if he's here before we go off on a errand. Fair. Please, please roll me a history check to make sure that you recall which room he went to. I will knock on every door. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm going to knock on every door. You knock on about six doors and are greeted with... Uh, a, a couple non-answers, a <laughs> couple different answers of, ah, is, is that the the food sent up? Just leave it outside the door. Uh, are you are you Ghostblade? <laughs> oh. Oh, okay, sorry. Uh, another <laughs> another one. You knock on and you hear, Mom, Mom, um, somebody's at the door. Um, can I answer it? And you hear a, a woman's voice, kind of muffled in the background. Okay. And the door doesn't open. Uh, and I know that's not Ghostblade. Finally, you get down to another door. You knock on it. And as you knock on it, you look up and you realize it's your door. So you keep going. <laughs> uh, and you don't seem to find any other responses on most of the doors that you knock on. Uh, including, but not limited to, uh, Draklin's room as well. And every door that you knocked on comes with no results. I go back downstairs. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Ghostblade's not here. I checked his room. Um, town? Seems our best bet at this point. Okay. Thank you for not breaking down doors, as uh, Shadow <laughs> Wheels had. Uh... Uh, as, you... <laughs> as. <laughs> Mom, no. <laughs> uh, as. How you getting? As. Uh... You finally make your way out to town as Ari has spent ten minutes-ish knocking on every single door in the inn and waiting. Uh, You do notice a few carts have been set up, uh, but in between a a bunch of the carts, there is one little wagon that's got a handful of um, small cages and crates that have been smashed and shattered, and pieces of these crates are all over, and there's a little boy sitting there crying and looking into the crates and he looks up tears running down his face 
and kind of looks around at the people and the sellers around him, and people are hustling past pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oi, why are you crying? Uh, um, so, um, my dad gave me all of these magical creatures and belts, and, um, this morning the belts stopped working, and the creatures got back to normal size, and the guards just took them and locked them up in the castle gardens. Garth, pull out the belt. Oh, no. I pull out my belt, and I put it on. The belt fits wonderfully. It is a very well-made leather belt, but nothing happens. As as someone who's going to be able to help you a lot very soon, I'm going to make sure that you get those animals back (laughs) and that every bit of research goes back into those belts, my boy. Those belts are important. Okay, um, thank you, um, sir? Remind me of your name. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you've met him. Valari did. I met him, yeah. My, My name is Balda. Um, Balda. Did anything happen? Do you know why the belt stopped working? No, um, Dad had a a shop on the side of town that is no longer there, um, and he had a a handful of magical items in there that, uh, I I think are washed out into the sea now, and I don't know if the belts were attached to anything there or not, but now I've got some really nice leather belts. And he holds up an armload of really beautifully handmade leather belts. And he looks around and he goes, he goes, okay, thank you, because I don't know how to sell plain old leather belts. (laughs) Call them fashion. Okay. Uh, how much, my boy? Um, I don't know. I would sell them for like 20 gold when they were magical, but oh, I don't know. Um, what track would it though? Silver? Three, four silver? I don't know. Uh, I hand him 10 gold. 10 gold. I start I, I start coughing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> his, <dang. laughs> his his jaw drops. Oh, thank you. Uh, Thank you so much. And he reaches out and kind of leans to the side to accept your gold and sets the belts down on his cart. An investment. Oh, thank you. Uh, Let me cross off this magic item that I just printed on my sheet for the first time. (laughs) (laughs) You can just cross off everything but the word belt. Just Yeah, just cross off. It's in the magic item section, Jared. (laughs) Uh, And young lad... You, you mentioned that there's magic items floating in the sea. Uh, most likely, or sunk in the sea. I don't know. <laughs> bye, everybody. <laughs> bye. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I turn to the party and I say, we may be able to help him. I do happen to know a spell called water breathing. Well, he has the helmet. <laughs> Wait, I thought we gave that back. Did we? Uh, no, well, I we don't know it. it. We did not. Yeah, I, I did not, but just as you were all talking about oh. this, um, the man of the hour shows up. You hear a, oh, oh it's you, Lottum. How, how'd the deep sea diving go? 
and you turn to see jolly old Perkins walking up with a small bag slung over his shoulder. Uh, looks like he's out and about making his morning purchases. Ah! Balder! What, what happened to your creatures? And the, the kid looks up and hands a belt to Perkins. Oh! Hmm, seems the town's getting the best of us. Um, here's 50 gold, son. I'll take the, the lot and we'll, we'll figure it out later. Um, go take care of your family. And Balda rushes off as Perkins tosses a bunch of belts over his shoulder. Perkins, why didn't you tell us that it was a kraken? We almost died. Um. I've been closer to death. Um, uh. A, a kraken in in the water? Um, mm-hmm. I don't like deep sea diving myself, so I can't say I would know what's out there. But you knew everything else about it. Yes, one can know stories and fables and not know what the story or fable is about. Well, you're lucky that we're so epic. So, do you do you have a a kraken beak or? Tentacle to sell to me, then? No, we let it be. Huh. Good on you. Because we're epic. Because <laughs> we're epic. <laughs> we're so powerful, we don't need to defeat giant creatures. <laughs> I mean, we defeated it, we just didn't kill it. So, yeah. Yeah, Rumiel's in the back going... <laughs> so, um, did you, uh, solve the rest of this king stuff? Nope. Ish? Not really. I heard an announcement, Jim. Wonder who the new leaders are. Yeah! Who knows, right? Garth Crazy. starts whistling again. Uh, I need Garth and Ari to roll deception. Booyah! She rolled uh, a Deception, deception. Oh, well, okay. 16. Two times better than last time. That's a six. Uh, (laughs) You get a little side eye, Ari, but then focus is instantly put on Garth. Usually Garth. You you do know. (laughs) I step in front of him. (laughs) You do know then, huh? Who, who is it? Who is it? Tell me. Which of you? Perkins. Good job. Us? <laughs> no any good shops? I'm very interested in fashion now. I've got some belts. <laughs> um, would you like a belt? I Dracklin falls over. I start crying. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as she says fashion, it's just like... <laughs> Aww. No, what's, what's his deal? It's Levat. been an emotional couple of days. Wait, did did you just say Lavat has... Oh. Yeah, you know anything about that? I do not, but uh, Lavat and I would um, share a cup of the, the potent juice that the bar sells now. Um, Once in a while when we would come back on our long trips, we'd bump into one another at the gates and uh, share our, our tales of what we'd purchased and sold. And He was attacked. By a brute from upper and lower cities each. Hmm. It appeared he was smuggling things other than fabrics. Do you know about that? 
can't say that I do. But, um, Levant always kept to himself with his, um, I roll business. Insight. I want to roll insight, too. Perfect. Yeah, you're going to tell me everything you know. That's a 19 on the dice. Is your insight is plus, plus one. Soft 20. Soft 20 and a 16. Uh, insight here, you do see that Perkins seems to be telling what he knows. Uh, you don't notice any tells. You don't notice any faltering. Uh, Perkins believes that Lavat was fairly straightforward and uh, shared with him information about the business, but there's no other shady dealings that it seems that... Uh, Perkins knows about. Okay. Hmm. Uh, you haven't seen a mysterious-looking shadowy gentleman wandering around town today, have you? Have you lost him? A shadowy-looking gentleman? Well, I wouldn't be asking you if I knew where he was. Well, I didn't know if you were hunting or if you had lost a shadowy-looking gentleman. We have misplaced him. And now we cannot find him. Hmm. Well, if you've misplaced a shadowy-looking gentleman, um, the Undercity is where the more shadowy types tend to go, but um, I've not seen anyone in my travels this morning that uh, right. sticks out as a shadowy person. Fair enough, Perkins. Have you found anything good this morning, Perkins? Oh, I, I found him a few trinkets and odds and ends, and you hear his bag clank, and he sets it down and looks in. This tarnished mug here, mm, oh, it's got a dent I didn't see. Mm. Jams it back into his bag and looks around. Um, I found this set of forks and spoons that um, looks like they came from an old... Oh. Fakes as well. Hmm. Well, that teaches you to uh, shop in the... Under city without proper lighting. Um, mm. I don't have much then. These belts. Would you like a belt? He also has. I one. have one. Mm. I have <laughs> one normal belt. Hmm. Well, I, I do hear that there's um, a cart up here that has a couple weird um, magical items. Some book with felines in it, but um, somewhere one of these carts. I'm not quite sure who it is, but uh, I'm, I'm looking for any trinkets like that, but uh, I don't need any more books in my shop. Do you, uh, you know what I do have, Perkins? As you show me that mug, it reminds me, and I pull out the top ring that I have. Mm-hmm. It says brawling mug on it. And I look around and I say, none of you would want this, would you? The Larry, Rumiel, seems that it would, um, do good in a bar fight. Um, I don't get to bar fighting much these days. Um, dirty business. It is magical, though. He reaches out and grabs it from you, looks at it. Hmm. Tests it with his teeth a little bit. Ah, it's a strong metal. Um, this would do some damage if you tries puts it on his hand like a, a set of knuckles. Hmm. Don't see how this would do very well in a bar fight. And hands it back to you. Clearly, you don't have the kind of imagination I do. I'll put him back in my bag. <laughs> uh, per- Perkins, I, hmm. is this? Should we give this back to you? And I'll kind of pull out of my bag this 
giant diving helmet Kind of pull out of your bag, this giant. (laughs) It was the bag. Kind of weighing us down, if you know what I mean. So uh, we have a video game moment of small satchel reaches in, pulls out something that's (laughs) enormous. Oh, it looks like uh, it treated you well and it uh, is in good condition. Um, I fixed it. If you'd like to keep it for a handful of gold, you may. Otherwise, I'll take it back to the shop and put it in the front window. All right. And he lugs it up and looks around. Uh, he puts it into his tiny satchel. Puts it into his <laughs> even smaller satchel, and it just disappears into it. Hashtag Animal Crossing moment. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Mary Poppins, yo. Hashtag every video game ever, yo. <laughs> Zelda, Skyrim. If you were to look at the packs and then physically put them on the people, you know. Mm. D&D, the amount of stuff you guys have. <laughs> Halo is very realistic. Only two grenades of each kind. That is true. I did fix the thing that we're giving back. Silent H says well, we you should have bargained to buy it for one silver because it was broken and you fixed it. That is true. Well, I've been carrying it around since we left the inn. <laughs> I don't think you want it. It's pretty heavy. <laughs> Fair enough. I did get a free bone. And not, and not fashionable. <laughs> and yeah, I have to say fashionable. I like... <laughs> <laughs> I just pat his back a little bit. Oh. Uh, here, son. And Perkins pulls out a very nice silk kerchief and hands it to you. <laughs> Levat had um, made a, a batch of these for me a few years oh. ago. You may keep this one. It's fresh this morning. I have not used it yet. Thank you. Put it right in my pocket. <laughs> I can hold on to it for a moment. How long does he take to fold it, to put it in his pocket? The proper <laughs> 13 just... minutes? No. <laughs> 13 folds. 13 folds. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> it now looks like, like a tulip. It's like a tulip. You, as you're all kind of hustling about, uh, looking at the carts here, Perkins is looking, and he points out across the way, Aha! I see the cart! And across a few different carts throughout the, the area of shopping here, there's a small cart with a book and a couple other gadgets and odds and ends on it. Um, the book has the cat emblem on the front. Um, there's a, a different youngster at the cart today uh a little bit older uh mid-teens and he's he's looking around kicking some pebbles and kind of like not making eye contact with any of the other sellers as his cart's a bit more worn and has far less things on it than anyone else Aw, we're going to Algo there i do need to go there you there boy that's my <laughs> voice <laughs> that is your voice hey son that's my uh, voice <laughs> you you got anything fashionable today? <laughs> um, fashionable? <laughs> oh, man. I'm magical. I'll settle for... Oh, we, we've got lots of magical things. I'm not sure about fashion. Uh, okay, we, show me the magic stuff then. Uh, we have this book of uh, feline power. It's a wonderful thing if you need a companion in the moment and don't want to take it from the book. <laughs> How much is it? <laughs> uh, oh, I need a companion. Uh, it's it's gonna be twenty five gold for this book. Open um, the book. Open the book. 
Uh, okay. I do remember this book. Yeah. I do. I was actually kind of interested in the book. Well, it'll be um, 20, 25 gold for the book. Uh, I don't know why you're crying about a book. It's just, it's a trinket. It's, it's fine. Books are wonderful. <laughs> 25 gold. 25 gold just comes out of Draculin's hand and drops onto the cart. I'll, I'll take the book. <laughs> Draculin grabs the book without saying a word. Now, I'll begin, to, like, as I'm about to open up, like, please, a sweet kitty, open it up. As you open it up, a calico cat appears laying asleep on the book. And at that moment, this is the first time that uh, our little friend really? Astro had oh. noticed the cat oh, and he, no. he stands up and bristles and lets out a little grr and the cat stands up and lets out a hiss and then jumps out at Astro and then disappears into thin air and the book closes itself in your hands Carefully, you don't get cat fur on that night out nice outfit it wouldn't that's, be fashionable that's true <laughs> do you want to try it out and I'll hand it to Garth <laughs> I mean, yes. I, I know what it does, though. I, does it do? I'll open it, too. Uh, a little black cat is I sitting like, there, and it's sitting upright. Astro as he does that. Astro sits down as you grab it, as you grab, like, his collar, and, uh... He's not wearing the collar. He's the got little, a different collar, remember? He's got a different collar, yeah. I didn't put a collar. Well, you didn't put a collar on him? I don't have Labot. Labot gave him a collar. Labot gave him a collar when you guys were getting all dressed up. He gave him uh, a fancy blue collar. Mm-hmm. So... A little black cat is sitting there, and it's just staring straight into your eyes as you open it up, and its tail's flicking, and it's just looking at you. Garth, I heard those are good luck! Uh, Garth is just staring back at it. The cat stares, unblinking, for a good solid 30 seconds. So licks, does Garth. Licks its lips, For real, blinks do you once, have something to say you. about these imaginary cats? Rumil's losing it. I'm just watching at this point. I'm just curious, because I know Rumiel hasn't seen this, so I just want to know what his thoughts were. As as you're staring the cat down and it blinks once, about 30 seconds in, the young man is standing there going, Oh, yeah, you like your cat book, huh? Um, Finally blinks. There's there's um, a few other trinkets oh, yeah. in here. Uh, I, hand, I hand the book and the cat to Drakland, because it's his book. I, I don't actually know what the book does. Basically that. It's, it was an impulse buy. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> the, the magical tome of cats. Um, and the description of the item is every time you open the book, a cat will appear very much alive sitting on the pages where you open it up. Uh, it does not matter which page you open it to. A random cat will appear. It will disappear if you close the book or lift the cat from the pages. I forgot we, yeah. we saw this before we met him. Um, so this book is somewhat of a trinket to this youngster and he looks around um so so i've got uh this magical oil of um oiliness Uh, i don't know what dad likes to call this one but uh you know he's a little bit nutso i have you met dad yet he likes to call himself sparky oh yeah yeah Everything makes a lot more sense now. Yeah. Okay. You, yeah. Do, is this down. kid a gnome? He's um like a half gnome. Is that a thing? It's a thing. Well, if you can have. If a half his dad is a gnome anything, and his yes. mom is. 
His mom is not a gnome. I just didn't know that. Yeah, he's, he's a little bit smaller in stature gnome? than like a normal human, but not incredibly small. So wait, he's a human gnome? Now I'm more confused rocks and fall, intrigued. Rocks fall. <laughs> Valari <laughs> dies. <laughs> Tell me about these other trinkets. I don't want the oily oil. The, oil. the oily oil might be something for you, however, miss. And he looks at you. Um, I see that big axe that you have. Um, apparently you just polish the blade with it. And you get a, a little bit more oomph to your swing, Dad says. I don't know what that means. Oh, interesting. Uh, you know, I guess it might be helpful for a little upkeep. Well, I mean, this stuff's not cheap. It's, uh... And he looks at a couple papers and flips over. Um, I think... Uh, this handwriting. It looks like it says 200 gold, but it's probably more like 80 gold. Because that's that's a sideways... What the? Dad! Can I, I can I take a look at it? You can take, take a look at what the item or the papers? Oh. The paper to uh, see the what paper? the dad wrote. Uh, I feel bad for this little guy. You you see a really messy set of handwriting. You see oily oil, and it looks like someone's taken all of the numbers and turned them on their side because you see a G at the end that's rotated like ninety degrees. Good old um, Sparky. And so when you take a look at it, it looks like. Uh, it was crossed out a couple different times, and your best guess is it says 75 gold under all of the scribbling and rewriting and whatnot. Um, and it said full bottle at one point that was crossed off, and now it says half bottle. Uh, and you do see some of the same inking that looks like it had been used or returned, um, causing some confusion why the prices have changed and shifted. Looks like this one's been returned. Don't know if you want it still. Um, this one uh, was actually refound out after a battle. Uh, it's not been returned. It's been um reclaimed. Refound. Reclaimed. Um, the previous good. the previous owner. Uh, uh, most of this stuff, the previous owner had died a horrible death for some other reason, not from the items. Is that same with the cat book? Um, the cat book. That guy actually, unfortunately, died of really bad allergies. He sneezed himself off of the top of the castle ga- gate up there. Um, he he loved the cats, but um, really, really was not... Uh, it didn't work well with his uh, seasonal allergies. And at this point, I have the book open with one hand, and I'm just petting the cat with the other hand, whatever cat came out. You, you've got a white little kitten that's kind of playing around on the page and batting at you as you pet it. Yeah, oh, interesting. interesting. Alex wants one of these books in real life. <laughs> <laughs> I have a cat, thank you very much. But not a book of cats. It's true. Lord Draclan, from yeah. your astute observations and your knowledge of fashion, yes. how much do you think would be reasonable to pay for some oil that is reclaimed? <laughs> do I have a sense of what a half... Uh, amount of this oil would be worth you sense that this oil is actually quite precious Um, it seems that there's enough to polish uh, about two blades uh, daily for a week Um, and as you look into it it shimmers in such a way that you've encountered something similar in your past Uh, it does give a plus one for the day for the blade that is polished with it 
Okay, so like 75 gold would be very cheap. That's a steal. Yeah. So yeah. I'll kind of like, I'll do one of these, like... <laughs> it doesn't need to be near your face if you're hiding your hand. I don't know what's going on behind. <laughs> Where am I doing? I'll take the half bottle for 75 gold. Oh, okay, cool. Um, you just gotta, uh, just gotta make sure you polish your weaponry with it. Um, and I don't know, it, it keeps it shiny for a day or something? Um, I don't fight, so here you go. Thank you. Perfect. Uh, anyone else want anything here? There's a couple small little piles of rope. Um, there's a little bag off to the back. And then there's, um, at the very front, a pair of fuzzy slippers. These look like very interesting slippers. Yeah, um, they're, they're called, uh, Dad called them the Roadrunners, but, um, they're a very interesting thing. Uh, my brother and I get into a lot of mischief with them. Um, so what you do is you put them on. And, uh, they're nice and comfortable and soft, but, uh, if you, uh, take a couple steps off of an edge, you have solid ground for two steps, one for each foot. <laughs> so, you know, you can, you can, um, jump between roofs a little easier <laughs> if you're just being a little... I mean, I did, I've never done that. Um, I've used it to save myself from falling off of cliffs. Valari wants them. <laughs> Get him! Get him! I don't need his snake oil. <laughs> You're literally a street urchin who would, like, climb on roofs! He just described what you would do, didn't he? Yeah, but he's also really good at sales, and I don't <laughs> trust him, and I know his dad, so I ain't buying shit from him <laughs> I mean it's, it's true I've I, I just I paid so much for this cat book and I open it again and it's like another cat like where's the kitten look the I bought I bought a squash from his brother I think I'm good that's a great Your squash, squash is amazing uh, I love my frying pan <laughs> I just don't know I don't know it seems like a lot up. of work, and I here's the thing, though. I don't feel like sl- slippers are made for hooves. <laughs> These so, slippers aren't made for hooves. So I don't think that I can wear those, because I, like, <clears throat> can't put anything in them. Tiefling troubles. Tiefling, I gotcha. Tiefling troubles. As, as you're all looking at uh, the items here, um, a small cloaked figure comes rushing up. Uh, about the height of Garth and gets really close to everyone and a little uh, goblin hand pops out and has you lean in. TikTok. The hood comes back and it's not TikTok, but it is another goblin and he looks around. He's got a big scar across one cheek uh, and he looks around and goes, I've told... um, I've been told you, you your friends. Uh, there's there's some trouble brewing outside of town. Uh, 
I can't believe I made it in into town. But um, uh, I, I've got I, I I need your I need your help. Um, it's it's oh, it's so scary out there. Um, While he's talking, I'm gonna draw my sword and start polishing it. All right, we're gonna what need this the, baby. Breathe. Okay. Oh well, wait, huh? what's yeah. what's the trouble? Um, I think the trouble is that I was able to get into the city because there's no, there's not very many guards here. They're out, they're out in the field and they're they're gonna attack the the hill mound. They're they're moving up the mound to to do something. I don't know what. what? Uh, but but my my uh, my group is is there trying to fend defend them off a little bit. And you see as he's kind of shuffling and looking for a paper, you see a uh, leather uh, pin of a black leaf on his shirt. And he looks around and he goes, um, I've been I've been told by uh, our leader that uh, he met you all in, in Greenmar as you were as you were coming through. And you're we know your pin. We'll okay, follow. OK, OK, um, S- slow down, young man. First, open this book for me. I need to see which cat you get. Uh, are you, me? And the goblin looks up at you. Okay. And he, Sorry, he it's, we can do it fast. He opens it up and he gets a really, really fat orange tabby sitting there licking I its paw. It. Okay. Ready to go. And, and as, as he opens it up and that fat tabby pops onto the page, he leans back a little bit. Whoa, what? I won't ask. Um, it's like what, bigger than your head. Yeah, but but that book. Um, <laughs> um, let's. I'll I'll take your cat personality test later, and uh, we'll we'll figure it out once we uh, get let's go get there. Um, I I have to go try to find if there's anyone else in the city that can help. I think we have a few kobolds uh, stationed throughout. Um, you'll you'll see where they're at. Uh, my group is sure. trying to hold the hill, and he hustles up. Shall we go? We yep. Yes. Um, of course. I'm going to have B1RD kind of fly up, scout, and then just to make sure we get to the right place. As you fly B1RD up and you cross mm-hmm. through the wall, you notice there is one guard at the gate, and he's a very skinny little man, um, and he just kind of nods you all through, doesn't even really look doesn't you ask. over, doesn't no. ask, whatever it may be. He seems to be kind of a a recruit of sorts that has been stationed there for the day. Uh, none of the big burly guards yeah. that you've noticed at the gate are there at the moment. Uh, outside of town, you get through the wall and you recall that uh, there's a lot of the villagers who have been displaced setting up mm-hmm. their tents uh, for the night. They had just woken up and there's people making breakfast, um, some houses to your right, and a bunch of tents off to your left. Uh, the community's coming together, and there's a bunch of people bustling about the pathway outside of town, crossing over a few people um, lined up at a few of the homes as if they're to use the bath or um, to clean. They've got towels with them. Uh, it seems the community's coming together outside of town, uh, but it is a slow walk through as there's just so much activity happening. Uh, and as you do that, you hear out. Uh, you hear a little yell off to your left in the tents, and you hear, "Hey, hey, that's mine! Stop! No, no!" And you see a, a dark, cloaked figure running out of the tents. 
carrying a small satchel over his shoulder uh, uh, and drops a little bag. Uh, and uh, a mid-twenty-somethings man comes rushing out, pulling his pants up and throwing a shirt on. Hey! Hey! You can't steal my stuff! How far away is he? This is about 30, 40 feet up from you guys. Um, and create you see... bonfire. Create bonfire. In front of the guy who's running away. <laughs> All right. Do yep. you need to roll anything for it? Do you, That's you just... a cantrip that just happens, baby. All right. So as you throw up this bonfire in front of the cloaked oh, figure, geez. you see him slide on the dirt path and look both ways and hustle around the right side. And you're just tossing bonfires around him? Yeah. Okay. I'll just, I'll just, um, like... I will, um, seeing him take off, um, I'm gonna throw out a spell myself. Okay. I'm gonna cast, um, Entangle. Okay. Um, it is a, um, strength, it's a 20-foot square, um, and they need a strength saving throw or be restrained. All right. Uh, in that 20-foot square, there are a handful of the village folk as well. Well, he's running. I think I'm more focused on on catching him. If I get a couple of villagers, we can take care of them. That's fine. They're not going to get hurt. It just restrains. So I'm okay throwing it. All right. He gets a 16 total. Uh, he'll, he'll pass. Okay. So he'll pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he a, keeps moving, I'll drop it. There's a 12... A 17, a 2, and an 8 as far as the villagers go. So they'll be restrained for a few seconds. If I see him continuing to take off, um, seeing that it doesn't stop him, I'll drop it immediately. So, I'm sorry, can you reiterate, am I seeing just these two guys running? You see there's a... a bunch of people still moving across the street. You see a dark cloaked figure running away from you. Okay. Um and bonfires popping up around him, and uh, one of the villagers who gets restrained kind of starts falling over and then catches himself as Rumil drops the restraint. Um, and um, it does mean, for the duration, the area is difficult terrain, so okay. he would it would slow him up just a little bit, yep. but that's it. So uh, he slows up, and Garth is able to, like, wall him back in the bonfires, and... Uh, and he turns to face everyone and drops the bag and pulls out a sword. Is there anything you'd like um, to do as you're seeing this happen? I wanted to use my thaumaturgy, mm-hmm. and it does um, for tremor, like ground tremors. Okay. But I wanted it to feel like a big ripple. Okay. So that maybe he, like, like falls down. So as you've yelled, as all of this is happening, he does... Uh, fumble a bit as he turns around with his sword and he steadies himself um, giving you guys opportunity to get within 30 feet of him if you wish we'll take that Mm -hmm. and I need you to roll for initiative yeah as I'm getting within the 30 feet I'm also going to summon a blade alright as you're doing this and you're rushing up and the thaumaturgy hits and the bonfires are popping up you hear screams of mothers uh, beckoning their children to come back uh, you see a couple of fathers scooping up their children and running off. Uh, a few young teenagers come walking out and are grinning and just watching what's going on. Uh, the road clears up, so you don't have anyone 
in and around your battle area that is uh, not part of the battle. It's you and this man. Before we get into fight, I was just about to tell him, like, there's no need for this. Mm-hmm. Return the things. But also, I have a 14. Hmm. Also, All Penguin right. Witch Doctor's here, just in time. Just Made in it. time. All right. Uh, we're going to go in alphabetical order here. Ari. 15. 15. Garth has a 14. Lord Drakland. Seven. Seven. Decoy Brown saying just in time because he's just in time for like the first. Yeah. Yes, battle. the first encounter. Rumil. Yeah. Eight. Eight. Valari. Uh, 17. 17. Oh, the initiative rolls have really turned around. They have. They just flipped on their head. The All dice right. are on my side now. Rolling initiative here. Uh, Valari, you are top of the turn order. As this... <laughs> yeah, I know. What, what? Uh, as this man turns around and stares you down, drops this bag. As he drops it, you do see that um, a few uh, metal shiny objects come out. One looks like a, a mug. Another looks like a plate. There's a bunch of gold that rolls out as if this man has ransacked a few tents. And he drew sword. He drew sword, a short sword. Does he have the stance of like defense or as like attack? Uh, he's turned, drawn a short sword, and looks like he's ready for whatever might come at him. Uh, it doesn't look like he's gonna charge you, but he's ready for something. So, and how far is the bag from him? Within um, a lean arm's reach, essentially. How heavy is the bag? Uh, probably about thirty pounds. Too heavy for Mage Hand. Yeah. There is a, she knows. There is a small mug that is rolled out if you'd like to grab a metal mug. No, I was going to grab the stuff. Oh, okay. I didn't know um, if you were going to try and like smack him with it or whatever you are doing. No, but that's a good idea. <laughs> oh. So I'm going to use my Mage Hand, and I'm going to make it run up and just smack him in the face a few times. You're just going to smack the guy with Mage Hand? Yeah. Uh, can you roll to attack? Slap him. Why? It's a cantrip. Uh, yeah, but roll to attack to make sure it hits and does something. So do I get my spellcasting attack modifier, or...? Yeah. Okay. That's good. This isn't usually how the spell is used. <laughs> but it's um, funny! Yeah, that works, because it's a 23. It's a 23 total. <laughs> it hits. Uh, I need you to roll me a 1d4 minus 2. Did he get health from Does this? Does it do... Wait, can we roll damage? One. And can we roll psychological damage as well? Sure, that'll be a 1d4 minus 4. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it would mess him up. Like... So it is a 1, so it is 0. You smack him and it... He looks around and is stunned a bit. Doesn't do any damage, but... He's now looking side to side, a bit nervous as if he thinks someone is near him. Um, so you've distracted him a bit. <laughs> uh, Astro is going to run up and grab the mug that had uh, rolled out. And he's going to turn, and he's going to turn bright blue and teleport back to you. And he's going to be holding this little silver mug and drop and start growling while he's holding the mug and just growls at this man. 
Ari, it is your turn. What is the mechanic? I, I, I want... Is disarming a thing? Disarming is a thing. Usually it's within reach. Um, let me double I'll check. Do you have to move up? I mean, I plan to move up. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to decide if it would be more effective to grapple him or to disarm him. Because I don't want to hurt him, but he must be stopped. Grappling is usually the preferred in this okay. situation. Yeah. Um, I still grapple him. is sort of a side effect. Okay. To clarify, does this mean she has a grapple that she's using and going to tie him up? Or no, I'm she's going to run up and... She's going to just... She's just yeah. going to like try and tackle and, and grab him. Okay. And to clarify, grapple is an attack action, so if she gets to do multiple, she could grapple him and then like bonk him on the head. Or yeah. could you grapple twice? I mean, you could attempt to grapple twice if you fail the first grapple. Oh, no! Penguin Witch Doctor! So he had to refresh his page, so I'm just going to catch him up really quick. Um, <laughs> Who so died? the guy turned around, had a sword. I don't know where you dropped out. But he had a sword, turned around, and then Valari slapped him with Mage Hand. Didn't do any damage, physical, psychological, or otherwise. But it confused him. Um, and now Ari is grappling him. She's Maybe. attempting to. All right. So, so I'm gonna I'm gonna run up and grapple him as I run as I go up. I'm gonna tell him theft is not okay. <laughs> so as you go to grab him, I need you to make an athletics check, please. Great. Um. Uh, fourteen. Contested with a seventeen, so you fail that check. Uh, okay. So you grab at him and aren't able to get a grapple. Okay, then I'll take my second attack action. All right. Try a second grapple. All right. Ah, nope, okay. I still don't have him. All right. Good action, sir. I mean, what what was your roll? Because this is a contested roll. It's, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, 12. 12. It does not pass. Okay. Did she do? Well, I was just... <laughs> yeah, but he's... Yeah, no, you yeah, weren't in the pass that. It does... Like, she could technically roll a two on the dice and still beat him. Yeah. No, I know yeah. that, but he rolled a 20. Yeah, I, I, so I wanted, she wasn't gonna. Pass I wanted that. to continue your <laughs> just in case it was like, eh, but oh. I just had to tell you I got a, my only twenty of the game, and it was to contest a grapple. May <laughs> <laughs> that be the only one you get. <sighs> All right, so you've attempted to grapple twice. Now you're within range. You don't have any weapon in hand, unless you had pulled a short sword or a dagger, but. I mean, I pulled my sword to clean it, but I wouldn't imagine that I'm running with it. So, no, yeah. I don't have any weapons. Right. So, you're within range of him now. Uh, Garth, your turn. It is Garth's turn. And I think what he's probably going to do is... <sighs> I mean... He didn't take any of his restraining spells. Uh, I'm going to fire a firebolt at the sword hand. All right. So I know that'll probably raise the AC a little bit. Yep. Uh, but it's worth a shot. Worth a shot. Uh, let's see. Do I want to use... You know what? It would be... It probably wouldn't hit. So I'm going to use my re-roll from Cadence. Thanks, Cadence. It was a 16, but I feel like hitting something so specific is going to be higher. 
So, so, so it's still, we still take the highest roll, though, or do we take the new one? Take the new one. You did then a re-roll. It's a, then it's a 14. 14. It misses. Yeah. So you fire a shot at the, the sword hand, and it goes just below and gets engulfed into your uh, bonfires you put nicely behind him. Cool. All right. But wait, it's, oh. And so, but I'll, I'll shoot that and I'll just be like, throw down your weapons now and you may survive. Please roll me an intimidation. Gladly. You know what? I'm going to press, I'm going to get a nat 20. I'm just going to nat 20. Um, about, about probably what we thought it would be. Yeah. Cause there's a zero modifier. So that's a four. <laughs> did you not sleep? Did Garth not sleep well last night? Or no? Yeah, hey, you know what? <laughs> Here's the thing. If I wanted to, I could keep rerolling all day. Okay, I could. I, I could say I got the nat twenty to hit. He could have no hand anymore. <laughs> I'm trying to not destroy a person. Okay. <laughs> that that and uh, he's a little jittery from. The caffeinated beverage. Oh, okay. You know, he goes to fire a shot and his hand's going everywhere. Yep. Um, perfect. So it is this man's turn, and he moves to just butt Ari uh, with the back of his sword as he doesn't have a good swing. Uh, oh, yes. He got an Nat, nat 20. 20. Um, it's six. Yeah. Uh, so he goes to hit you, and I'm that sorry. does hit. He I'm literally sorry. never yeah. gets that. Yeah. Oh, Jared, he yeah. actually no, is using Jared. his ability, so that that's I'm a six. I'm just going to burn it. Oh. You guys, I got to say, oh. though. I got to say. <laughs> okay. Oh. I thought you were joking that's there, rough. but you're using it. Okay, thank you. Thank you. I got to say, though, I've been um, keeping him honest, and he hasn't used any of the blacksmith craft dice we have hanging out around here, and we have a lot, and he's not used any of them. Also, for your non-benefit, her keeping me honest means if I crit and I don't want to crit, just because I don't want to kill somebody unintentionally, thanks. Yep. Uh, so, I'm death. using I'm using my portent. I'm just like, no. You think Garth's not helping? Garth is helping! <laughs> he, he goes up, and it looks like it's going to be a clear shot right to the temple, and at the last second, the sword just kind of wobbles in his hand and he ends up swinging and missing uh, and he gives a brief glance down at his shoulder as if something's in the air today uh, yeah um, perfect Rumail <laughs> alright uh, don't have time for this but... I don't have time for this oh here comes Mess the oh, stupid no. um but eight wolves, no sixteen goats. Um, oh, I'm gonna as I'm has running up thirty-two cast. salamanders. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> three thousand four hundred twenty-eight earthworms. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh, that would be the worst. They join <laughs> together to form one giant tremor. Oh, <laughs> I feel like we're watching. <laughs> Except Can't it would be like right a foot tall. Oh, nah. Um, this. If we do get a movie deal, this is going straight to TNT. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of worms, actually, um, 
after I cast Shalele um, on my staff running towards him, I'm going to mold earth underneath him. Oh. Okay. So he's going to drop five feet. It's not enough to cause, like, damage, but he's now five feet lower. And he so, has to climb out. So he is now looking at basically the shin kneecap of Ari's boot. Precisely. Was it a human or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so he is so looking at the shinner kneecap. Yeah. I'm going to run up to him, so I'll be standing there kind of like staff in face. It's glowing, and I just dropped him five feet. Yep. No, oh, then he's like this with the hole. Well, he could be six feet tall, and he would six be a feet tall. Yeah, which would come up to here. Yeah, somewhat like that. Somewhere in here. So you but can climb out. He's, it's he's just looking little... at the boot in and of itself. He's looking at the boot in the end. Yes. Uh, all right. Uh, Lord Drakland, it is your turn, sir. Mm. Well, that complicates things. <laughs> um, he's, he's now he's like hole he's in now like full hole. cover for most and people. And it's not a creature you can see anymore. He's now full cover for most people. Three I'm quarters. Gonna, for... I'm gonna walk over to the hole. <laughs> walk, okay? Or sorry, run yeah. to the hole. Yeah. Walk, walk, walk. Over. You um, got time. And I'm gonna hold my attack. Well, can I attack him from here or no? If you walk over to the hole? Yeah. Yeah, he, he's he's basically fish in barrel. Okay, but I mean, he's like five feet down, so I wasn't sure. But his head, we well, just his head, his head right is here. like at the top of the <laughs> you hole. Could, you could give him a swift boot to the chin if you wish. Like, <laughs> and I will, I will swing my rapier at him twice. Well, sorry, I'll swing my longsword at him twice. Um... Uh, I'll do non-lethal damage. Happy Gilmore style? <laughs> I love I love how it wasn't, oh no, I won't swing it twice. It was actually, let me tell you, it's a different sword. No, I, well, I said I'll swing my rapier. I was like, people don't swing rapiers. You stab with a rapier. What am I thinking? <laughs> so that's why I changed the sword at the last second. <laughs> snaps and changes it out. And he's like, oh, not this Text one. Plate, no, not the, no, not this well, one. It does take an action so- to change the sword, so... I don't okay. do that. I the just visual had that is so strong because it was like he got slapped, he got not grappled, <laughs> and then I can't remember what Garth did. I kept him from hitting Ari. That's yeah. what I did. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. And then he falls in a hole, and so Dracula walks up and he's like, ha ha ha, and like swings his sword. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Opens the book. Which cat are you? <laughs> this feels like a Michael Bay film. I honestly did consider using my action to give him the book and have him open it up. But I, I worried that he might run with my book. So He's got to climb out. That's going to be an attack of opportunity out. for three people. Um, I just rolled my first attack. It's a crit. Okay. <laughs> but he well, said non A crit with non lethal damage. Oh, jeez. So your max damage... Would be <laughs> my max damage is thirteen. Okay. Plus two on the dice, so fifteen damage. Fifteen damage on the first swing. On the first swing. <laughs> All right. My second swing. Oh, that's not gonna hit. That's a ten. All right, that doesn't hit. So you just knock up against his shoulder and across his face a bit for fifteen damage, and give him a nice slice into the hood. And uh, you see a little bit of blood as you catch some skin. And we realize it was Barth standing on TikTok's shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's dark. 
in this moment you just killed fan favorites. No. No, no, no. Only the top half. Non-lethal damage. Only the top half. <laughs> 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 All right, Valari, it's your turn. Um. Slap him again. <laughs> just no. Just put his hand on his head so he can No. Can't... I'm going to go back to a classic. Okay. And I'm going to use prestidigitation. <laughs> to make him think he wet himself. She gets it. Uh, so you're going to need to move up to see where you're targeting. But I'll walk up there. <laughs> you guys are all around the hole. All right. You press the digitate. This is the battle we needed after the day we had previous. You, you press the digitate, and he goes, oh, and looks down and kind of looks up as if he feels the wet sensation, but he doesn't feel like the sensation of actually relieving himself. <laughs> and he's confused and just like staring up at all of you and looks over at the bag of stuff that he had stolen. It's right at his eye level at the moment. Um, Astro comes running up and he looks around and he still has, he still has the cup in his mouth and he lifts a leg on the man and he pees on him. Um, and it hits. Uh, that hits. <laughs> Astro is joining in just like this humiliation of the guy who is stealing stuff, and he's wagging his tail, just staring down at the thief. <laughs> Ari, it's your turn. I heard him say, "Well, that's a pisser, ain't it?" <laughs> and then I go and I grab the bag of things. And I draw my sword, and I just want to ready an attack if okay. he tries to get out. Okay. You just uh. stomp on his fingers if he tries to get out. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Garth, your turn. I walk up casually to the man, and I look down at him, and I say, once again, if you try to run, you will get hurt, because that bonfire will move into this pit. And you just see the sparks of magic forming. <laughs> Oh, wow. Uh, it is the thief's turn, and he throws his hands up immediately <laughs> and, and looks around at all of you. Freaking intimidation roll, huh? And he goes, as he still has wetness running he down his face. Spit, he didn't throw up. I would have thrown up. Uh, so oh. he's, he's now standing there, and he's giving up. You guys have ended this battle. Wait, Rumiel. <laughs> Mold the earth back around him so it's just his head. <laughs> so he's like, very You know insane. what, Goth? That sounds like a great idea. <laughs> his hands are up in the air and it's up <laughs> to his chin. I go, and I go, what so. the heck? So I cast my thaumaturgy to make the ground like tremor again. Too. And it shakes in on him and it kind of tightens in. He goes, <laughs> Okay. I pull, I pull back the hood from his face. Mm -hmm. What is your name? And why were you harming these poor people? Why should, why should I tell you? Why should I want to pick up the bag and like look through it? To make I've sure got it in my hand right now. Yeah. I can hand it to you if you want to look through oh, it. Oh, I didn't realize you picked it up. Never mind. I'm going to take my book over to one of his hands. Be like, <laughs> open this up real quick for me. The man doesn't open his hand at all. He's still stuck up in the air and he just kind of pushes it. it a little bit. Yeah. What what kind of torture is this? <laughs> Take my book back. It's better than you, anyways. Uh, I look around. Are there any guards? 
There are no guards here, but you do see a couple uh, farmhands walking up, um, and they each have a pitchfork and a shovel and various other things, and they're just kind of pointing it at the man. And yep. they're they're big burly dudes, so awesome. it looks like they can take care of this. We need to get moving. Right. <laughs> I, I look at the I look at the farmers and I say, "He goes to the prison." Yes. Yes, sir. Um. Can can we tell the prison who who's responsible for catching this man? See, it was the dragon slayers. They'll know what that means. Ari, you should probably give him the bag of stuff. Wait. And like Rumil said, we need to go. The, the dragon slayers, as in the bardic group. Are you the you the bards? No. no. I look for the man who'd been running yeah. out, like with this, putting his clothes on, saying, "Those are my things." Has he caught up, or is he in eye eyesight? Yeah, he's kind of stood off to the side, and there's a few with him, and they're all like quickly discussing and pointing towards. <clears throat> I sa- I call him over. Yep. Yeah. Uh, him, a couple other young men, and a young lady walk up. Uh, th- thank you for getting our stuff. Um, it seems that a few of us had been robbed this morning. That's what I figured. Distribute this among yourselves. Make sure things go back where they came from. Astro. Right, thank you. Astro. And I take the mug from him and I hand it to them as well. <laughs> Astro wags his tail and he sits there as you hand the mug up. Uh, and he kind of looks at the man and you as if he's waiting for a reward. So I go, good boy. And I pat his head. Huh? And he walks off. Uh, and you see quickly the man and the others around are digging through the bag. Oh, it's here. Oh, yes, yes, thank you. And um, they seem to quickly dig into their stuff. Right. Um, really quick, <clears throat> Rumil. Penguin Witch Doctor says, awesome use of mold earth. What? Bit creative, thank you. It's the most creative thing I've seen for it yet. <laughs> <laughs> to restrain a thief. Perfect. Right? Might come into play later. Dun dun dun! All right. All so right. as We're you up. as you move through the town, uh, you do see that there's um, a few more tents that are more lightly scattered, and there's a little hill up to get to uh, the crest where you can see uh, the larger <laughs> hill where you encountered the cave. And as you're walking up, uh, a, oh, over there. Okay. As you're walking towards the the path towards the cave, um, it's still a, a long distance out. Uh, from one of the last tents, a uh, older man comes hobbling out, and he goes, "Hey, you lot, you lot, come come over here. I've got something for you." Good night, Shadow Reels. Thank you for showing up. We greatly enjoy your presence. Get some rest. Uh, catch us on podcast and rewatch here. Stay well. Stay safe and sanitized. I thought you were saying sanity. Sanitized. Yeah, I know, I know. I was... uh, I like this. Say sanitized. (laughs) Sanitized. Sanitized. I don't know. Don't get tased. Don't don't tase that COVID. Stay sanity. There you go. (laughs) All right. So an old man's flagging you down. Oh, yes. Same with the most of us, Shadow Reels. We've all lost our sanity long ago. But I was going to say, no uh, you lot, I've got something for you. Speak quickly, good sir. We are on a bit of a hurry. Um, so this was brought to me this morning by a large dragon man. Um, one of the, one of those, um, 
scaly half man dragon, dragon thing. Boss? Yes, a dragon. Oh. Yes, yes. Oh, they're they're new to me. I'm mostly usually in my study, but um, he brought me this and says that you um you need it to catch uh and contain some spirit or something. And he holds up a small bag and offers it to the group. Garth will grab it. As you reach in, there's a small metal vial that uh, has a really uh, ornate metal stopper um, that seems to twist into the bottle. Um, The vial has uh, carvings of roots and leaves all up the sides. Um... But, Garth, you notice that this resembles something, like, in your books, similar to, like, a phylactery. What kind of factory? Uh-oh. A phylactery. So, like, um, a containment unit for evil. Yep. Yep. Uh, as you pull it out, the old man's eyes get big and his jaw drops. Oh, I've seen stuff like that in books, so whatever you youngins have to face, I want nothing of it. And he turns and starts hustling away very quickly. I wonder who our strange benefactor was and how he knew anyways. Probably the same one who summoned... We haven't even heard of Dragonborn being around since we've been in. No. Since you came through the portal. That's the first one. Yeah, you encountered one as you came through the portal, the black- but you've not seen oh, many. I wonder if it was... It, oh. And we've seen the black leaf, so we know that they have a presence here. Right. All let's, right. Let's keep moving. Uh, I'm going to draw my sword and shield now, just to be prepared. I'll do mm-hmm. that, too. As you Same. Do, yep, as you do that, uh, you get up onto the top of this hill that looks into the small valley before... Uh, the, the mountain with the cave on it, and you see closer to you, looks about 50 to 60 uh, soldiers within a nice ranking setup at a battle line. So only about three or four deep um, and about 10 to 12 wide, and they're facing off across uh, this small um, valley. That On the other side, there's a bunch of smaller creatures and a very disarrayed organization. Looks about 60 to 70 of them with a couple taller ones uh, standing amongst that you kind of recognize with their dark cloaked uh, setup that this is the Strand. Uh, The closer army, however, is the gold and purples of the two cities. It looks like they're about ready to rush into battle. Uh, You do see a figure moving back and forth in front of um, the, the town's guard army. And he seems to be shouting some orders or a, a rallying speech to the men before they go <clears> rushing <throat> in. This is about 100 feet out, so you can't quite make out what he's saying. You said 100 feet out? Yeah. I start running to catch up. 120? Okay. Mm-hmm. As you run to catch up, you see uh, the, the guard who is kind of talking to the troops stand up tall snap his fingers and give a gesture and a handful of the back line turn around and draw their swords and pull their shield up 
and one We're of them friends. yells, Halt! Why are you rushing up on this battle? To help you! Wait, no, hold up, stop! Why is there a battle? Oh, that's a good question. The, the guards that have turned to face you look at one another. We've been ordered to take the hill. By whom? Our captain. Your captain is not your highest leader, is he? In a town such as this, the captain is the highest leader at the moment. Mm. Why are you taking the hill other than orders? What are his thoughts? The captain gives us orders, we follow them. Well, they, we need to talk to your captain They then. begin to move towards you a little bit in hostility. Swords drawn, shields out. Um, there's about 12 of them coming at you. Can we it's see the where the captain line. is? Uh, you kind of can see that the lead or the captain's on the other side of about two more rows of, of these guard. Um, okay. and I'm going to say to my friends, I don't think this is a battle that needs happening. I agree. I have a way to stop it. Okay. Or at least put it on pause. Don't let me die. I was well, wait, just what are you doing? Darkness, I but... start running no. all 12 of the guards, and you see this aura form around Garth as he transforms into a giant ape looking to jump over them in between two, both armies and pick up the captain of the guard. What what is it that you just cast? Polymorph, baby! <laughs> Alright, so you polymorph into a giant ape, huh? Yeah. What, what is your rough size and dimension then? Oh, I'm a big boy. I have it right here, actually. I'm sorry, just so you know I can't care anything that's happening um, right now. He's a huge <laughs> size. Um what I was what just gonna give you fly. And let you fly to the captain so you could talk I to him. I was just but... gonna cast darkness, but you know. <laughs> that works too. No, I've been I've been sitting on this too long. It's the coolest spell I've ever cast. I very strongly a moment ago just thought about counterspelling it so that I could give you fly. So, so. I turned to the <laughs> please don't. I I'm glad I didn't because you're to very the excited. rest of the party and I go drama much. <laughs> As he's no, rushing I'm in, guys. I'm here's the thing: is Garth is also just like as background. First off, Garth keeps casting spells that people can just duck out of the way of. Mm -hmm. And so Garth is getting sick of being the little guy in the battle. And <laughs> Says this has to be a moment where literally like the fight in Garth's eyes is between two people who he's on the side of. They are now the people of his city and they are the people he sided with in other battles. And people in this town keep not listening. What did you so, turn into? Giant ape. <laughs> yeah, giant. I see. I see. What's your intelligence? <laughs> uh, it's, it's I mean, a 13. Okay. Well, he's got a plus one intelligence. Why? No, a giant ape has a, neg has a seven intelligence. Yeah. Did I see that wrong? Well, polymorph gives you the intelligence of the animal you turn into. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oh. right. Oh. Yeah, but 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 Garth is going into it like, pick up the captain and stop this. Great, babe. Great, babe. So you transform into this giant ape and launch over and get a hand on the captain. 
strength for that. I need you to do um, an athletics check, please. Because this will be a grapple. Lucky. (laughs) I rolled the same thing again. Lucky. I'm not... This uh, is I think you can only do lucky once, right? No, anytime you, you it roll up. a one. No, it that's halfling luck. Oh, halfling luck. Oh, okay, yes, yes. This is my feet. Lucky. Yes. Um, so that'll be a 19. It failed. I got it, a 20 here. So you you grab <laughs> you grab at this guard captain, you're just hulking. You're hulking over him at this point and like drooling on him as this ape form. Um, the whole line turns around and faces the ape and kind of arches around, uh, swords pointed at the ape. Um, and behind you, you do hear a battle cry and charge of the creatures across the way. They're about 70 feet out. He's in the middle of them right now. I'm going to use my thaumaturgy, and I just yell, everyone, stop and wait. We are the rulers of this city. And there it goes. (laughs) It doesn't seem to do much, as there is a ape attacking... And oncoming forces from the other direction. Um, everyone is essentially seeing red or completely uh, deaf to external forces <clears throat> as they're going into battle mode. Fine. Oh, I, I, I let go of the spell. I'm just... So I'm gonna then just cast darkness centered on Nathan. Centered on Nathan? Because they're right. charging at... The thing, and they're he's at the front, at, right? So you, you cast darkness on Garth as he's yeah. transforming out. But he's at the front, and they were charging mm-hmm. at the giant gorilla, right? Uh, they were coming around the giant gorilla, the close group, and then the other side, the strand, is now rushing in. Uh, darkness oh. is surrounding the entire Then group. can I put it, like, in the middle? You can target one of the people in the middle, yeah. Well, I want them to, like, not come forward. I won't, I don't want people to, like... Oh, you want to target the middle of the battlefield? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you, how long, how far is your distance? 120 for that one? Uh, 60. 60? You'll be able to get it just past where Garth is at, so darkness kind of fills the middle of the battlefield a little bit. Yeah. Um, and it's almost like, to you guys, a dark fog uh, just drops in place. Um, Garth is now standing... Um, just on this side Looking of the up at this tall guard captain, and you do see, Garth, that it is... The the cleric that you had met uh, before, when he was healing people after the blue dragon had attacked your first day in town. Um, Wait, is he still in giant ape no. shape, or no, did he break it? He broke it. Halfling. I broke it. But okay. now they can talk, right? They can talk. Um, Garth, as you do look up and look at the captain's face, you do see he's got eyes filled with fire at the moment. Damn it! Ooh. Oh! Damn it, I should have cast it on him. On Garth? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> the whole... I'm just mad at me. Aww. I know this isn't fun for the fans now, but the whole thing I wanted to do was polymorph and fight that dude, and now the people are fighting because they're just blindly following him, 
and I didn't see it, and it upsets me. <laughs> Garth, one too many sounds coffees like, this like morning. Uh, at this point, however, as you see the eyes filled with fire and you look up towards him, the thaumaturgy echoes through. Um, the guard captain just puts his hand up, and the guard backs into an arc around him and opens up a spot for the rest of the group to approach. And the guard captain stands there completely silent and waits for the group to approach. I mean, I, I can't see any fire in his eyes, right? No, you guys, you guys no, see no, the back no, no. side. Just a guard captain. Yep. Okay. I mean, do we see anything, though? Do we see the people move? You see the you see the entire darkness. You see no, the darkness is between the two armies. It's between the two it's to armies. The, so the oh, war isn't okay. happening right now. There's no battle. We're just okay. dealing with the captain. Is basically yep. what I was trying to do. Cool. Okay. I will walk forward then. I walk forward. Sure. Yeah. As you do, the guard captain waits until you get in front of him, and each of you notices the fire coming out of his eyes as he stands there and stares you down. Uh, you do notice that the guard that you've walked past have incredibly blank faces, uh. and they're they're very much um, just, in this moment, part of a puppetry of sorts. Um, you get through the line and the guards close up and give a half circle around you. Um, and at the center is the guard captain and the rest of you. He looks back and forth. And you hear, ah, It seems that I've found my rulers. And if I dispatch of them, then I may take the throne. Well, good luck. But, as we've come to this point... I do wish that we may take a brief break. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to take a Whoa, brief we're break. Breaking. Whoa, we're uh, breaking. Whoa, what? We, we <laughs> haven't done this normally. A uh, couple things. DM does need more refreshment for his throat, as if there's been a lot of gruff <laughs> characters. Yeah. Uh, we do need to take a, a bit of a breather before the battle. We're ready to uh, come back. There is seemingly a nice fight brewing. Um, I would say so. Yeah. So, we're going to go on a very brief break. It'll be about 10 minutes-ish. Uh, go replenish your snacks, your drinks, etc., and do listen for our theme song to play back. You should be hearing some music now. It'll stay that level and that, that tonality. Um, but our theme song will play a bit louder. So come on back. Get your snacks and meet us back in 10 minutes. And we will see you shortly.
save the halfling, save the world. Is that what I save, heard? Save the halfling, save the world. I don't know. <laughs> but but, but <laughs> we we are back. We are back to save the halfling. I guess. Uh, welcome back, everybody. We are here. Be dragons. Uh, we are a D and D group based in Los Angeles, California, and around ish. Uh, we do have. I <laughs> well, you're based in, in, in LA. I'm in, just in quarantine. We're just kind of like spread around. Illinois. Illinois. Like and we, we have a guest star from Chicago, Illinois area. We have guest stars in chat from all over the world. So our average like central point would be what, like Las Vegas? No, the set oh the average because of, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> so we're we're averagely based somewhere on um, a highway outside in Nevada or Utah. Yeah. But uh yeah. We're streaming to you live from the middle of Utah. Uh, no, just <laughs> kidding. Uh, welcome back. Uh, we are going into a big battle. Um, tensions were high as the players did find out that this mm. is the Dragon King. He's the worst. He is the worst. Uh, and before we dive back into it, I want to say thank you again to everyone who fought earlier uh, for the honor of... You know, hype boss. The cadence took over, assigned some uh, nat twenties, kicked the potus, the real potus out. So um, thanks again for the bit donations, the tip yeah. donations. We've got a few new follows, like roll for um, idiocy. Thank you for following. Yeah, thank you for all of those follows, tips, bits, etc. We do love sharing our stories with you all, and we love sharing the chat with you all. We do read chat, so say hi to us. Uh, Give suggestions to the players. You know, Rumil might need to know how to topple people down some stairs or provide a death trap at the bottom of them. I mean, you know, shenanigans that have happened because of chat. If Rumil needs to know that, message someone else because his chat's not working. Oh, (laughs) message someone else. Um, So again, no, and then tell me. So again, thank you for that. Uh, Those are all affected by bits, tips, donations, etc. Feel free to look at all of the links below the chat. We are going back into the story where the players are on the edge of a battlefield that is shrouded in darkness at the center of the battlefield. Uh, And at the back of the battlefield from the city perspective, the players have entered this half circle around a guard captain who they are now recognizing as someone they had met. um, A guard cleric, actually, who is the leader of the town guard. Um, and his eyes are glowing of fire as he's possessed by the Dragon King, or the spirit of the Dragon King. And Garth had made a very good effort to try and take him out in one swipe. Unfortunately, they are now left standing face to face. And the Dragon King is breathing down on everybody, discussing how he wants to uh, take them out. He looks back and forth after talking about their demise. So, is there anything that you wish to say before I end this? I'm gonna, I'm gonna Eldritch blast him in the face. Eldritch oh! blast him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> just, just start off with that. So let's Whoa. roll. Let's roll for your hit for Eldritch blast, and then I'll need everyone to roll for initiative. So is there anything you would like to say? Bam. Okay. <laughs> go. I guess that concludes negotiations. Don't ever estimate. Don't ever underestimate the power of Actually, wait, of that might revenge. be wrong. Let me check. <laughs> wait, just, just a second. I, wait. Only a 13. A 13 to hit? 
Yeah. Misses. Yikes. Dang it. So you do blast Eldritch Blast right at his face, and he kind of ducks just a little bit as you attempt to take him out. Yeah, I'll say, oops. <laughs> oops. Uh, you are all about 10 to 15 feet back from him as he's just kind of looking at your small half circle. So no one's within reach. Um, in case there is a need to retreat for spell distance. But now let's go through initiative. Initiative order with Ari. 17. 17. Garth? 6. 6. Drakland? 17. 17. Alright. Uh, Rumil? 5. Valari? Uh, 10. Okay. I uh, know, I'm falling uh, back. 10. <laughs> I'm falling back into my place. <laughs> Alright, boys. Alright. And we will begin our battle. Do it to it. It seems to be starting off with the Dragon King. Well, damn. He is going to... Oh, why did that break? Uh, Just a second here. He's going to look to the side and call one of the guard off of the rankings and send him straight into the battle. And he's just going to stand there and look at you all. One of the guard is going to rush forward and attack at Drakland, who just cast Eldritch Blast. Um, so he's going to rush... Blast is 18. 18, perfect. He's going to rush forward with a spear in hand. Get it! And rolls a 17. So Ooh. he stabs the spear right up over your shoulder and gets ricocheted off with your shield. Nice. Better armor class than I do. Alright. That takes us warlock. to Ari. Um, you said it looks like the guard's eyes are glassy. Yes, the guard seems to have right. zero emotion. Even when he charges in, he doesn't have like a, a grimace as he's going to attack. He's just swinging up over the shoulder. Then I'm going to run towards the captain with my sword in hand. Okay. I'm going to take the dash action. I want to get dash. You're going to take the dash action? So you, you'll move in about 10 feet. Is that enough for your... Dash? That is the perfect Perfect amount. amount. Perfect. All and right. I just feel like... Cadence, what do you think? Now? Is now a good time? We'll, we'll start it I off. Now's a good time. I'm going to use the nat 20 from Cadence. Um, I get a plus five with this one. So that does 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19 flat. And then I get to roll just another D8. Well, okay. Uh... Fifteen dam. Wait, uh, twenty damage. 20, twenty damage. Yep. So nineteen was your base, and you rolled a one. Yep. Okay. I just want to make sure you didn't lose out on any points. Twenty yeah. damage. You do rush in. You put an elbow in and slash at this guard and cut up across his armor 
and seem to cause great damage to his armor, but not damage to the person himself. Uh, Lord Drakland. So, Ari just ran up to the captain, right? Yep, she's right up in his face at the moment, okay. doing some and damage. Then, and then where's Garth? Garth is about ten feet back. You guys, you guys were mostly in a small semicircle, looking back at the the captain. Okay, sorry, I'm just trying to imagine. So, and we're how far from the captain? Ten uh, ish feet. So she took a handful of steps in and swung her her sword. God. Okay. Okay. So we're all near him. Um, I mean, I'll I'll and then the guard. So he like had a guard come in. At, come and attack me. Yes. Who's in my face. Yeah, one of the guards came up and attacked you and is in your face. Spear kind of up over your shoulder at the moment. Okay, I'll, I mean, I'll just attack that guy twice. Okay. Um, oops. First one's going to be an 11. To hit. Mm-hmm. Okay, that does not. Okay, second one's going to be a 17. Hits. Okay, and that's going to be uh, 12 damage. 12 damage. Uh, what are you attacking with? Uh, it's a magical... Uh, magical longsword? Magical longsword. So you make one swipe up at this guard and cleanly take his head off. Oh! oh well, that's fun. Whoops. <laughs> That one really was a whoops. <laughs> uh, Valari, it is your turn. I'm gonna go with my... Um, I'm gonna start with Lightning Bolt. Lightning Bolt, alright. At the... At the... At the... Yeah! Cleric. Yeah. Yeah! At Rumiel. What? <laughs> oh no. Um it's a fifteen. Well wait, you have to save. I have to save? What? Yeah, it says save halves. So I don't Is attack, right? You don't roll then, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. so that was you that was didn't matter. I rolled a total of ten. <gasps> that doesn't save. So now I get to roll. What level are you casting? I'm gonna just do a three for now. I'm gonna save just a three. I'm gonna save that fourth level for a minute. Um, if you get time, if fair. you get time. Uh, but I already called it. I can't okay, it, right? Add a three. Yep. Okay, so that's eight d six. Eight d six. How many do you have there? Two, three, four, five, six. I just need two. Got two green ones there. Here you go. Here's one. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Much appreciation, Alex. Okay, sorry. Bear with me for the math. Three, six, nine, ten, eleven, fifteen. Pe- Penguin Witch Doctor is 20, ruling eight d six. Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight total. Hmm. Oh, can I take his number? Nope. He Dang got a twenty-nine. <laughs> so twenty twenty-eight <laughs> as you cast. Uh, unfortunately, however, you feel a surge of energy and you oh, need right, to right. roll. I forgot about that. Well, mm-hmm. I did, and then, like, I didn't, and then I did. Yep. Uh, so second. you let out an electric shock across the plating of the guard captain. And then my wild magic is an 18. 
18 for your wild magic. What do we have here? Wild magic table. Wild magic table. Insta kill. <laughs> Insta kill everything within view. Uh, no, it's not. Oh, you've done this one before. Sorry, but you grow a long beard of feathers. Meh, it happens. <laughs> I don't think I'm anyone's like, paying attention right now. I'm like so used to it now, I think, the, that I'm your, like... Your great beard of feathers comes in? I'm just like, whatever. I've got more important things to worry about. Alright. Um, so I think that what I'm gonna do is also use my meta magic. Which does? To quicken the spell. You just cast it, though. Yeah, but I'm going to make it a bonus action. Uh, and use my action. You can use a cantrip then. Yeah. yeah. No, no, okay. I know. Yeah. And I'm going to use my action to cast Firebolt. Okay. One second. Um, that's, a, that's a one of these. That's a 26. That hits. Yeah, I hope. That one totally misses. We're in trouble, guys. <laughs> and that's a seven. I'll take those odds. All right, so you cast fire across the chest plate of... Firebolt. It hits now, and follows... Now, you said chest plate, yes? Mm -hmm. Chest plate. Cool. Yep. Cook Just book. Book. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You want to confirm that his armor class does say plate on it. Yes, it does. It does, okay, it does good. say plate. Awesome. I'm so excited. Um, Astro, at this point, stays at your feet, unsure what to do, as he looks up and sees the fiery eyes, and he recognizes the scariness that is ahead of him. He lets out a little bark whimper. Garth, sir, it is now your turn. Uh, Garth's feeling pretty useless, so he's just gonna do what he knows, well, what he hopes will work, and cast Magic Missile at third level. Alright. Let's do this. I wanna use... Never mind. That'll be 5d4. I realize that's Magic Missile. Uh, yeah, I believe it is 5d4 at that point. Um... So that's... 14 damage. 14 damage. The five bolts of magic missile come twirling out of your hand and just ricochet across the chest plate again for this guy, and he just is continuing to take a beating here. Um, and then uh, Garth will also shout out to anyone who can hear... Um, the guards don't seem to be under their own control. Uh, try not to kill them if you can. <laughs> As there's a dead body still slumping over next to Dracula. Decapitated. <laughs> a decapitated body. <laughs> Rumil, it is your turn, sir. Yeah. Oh, for once, it was kind of nice to be in the back of the turn order to just kind of see what happens. Um... Okay, let's survey battlefield here. 
Um, you we got have you. cleric in kind of the center of a half circle. Yep. We have guys in a half circle around us. Yes. Right now. Yes, facing um, you essentially. Facing us. Yep. Um, about how long would you say that is? Uh, there's about fifty some people there, so with the spacing, it's about. 30 feet on either side of you, 30 feet back. So it gives you a nice, like, small battlefield where this guard captain is okay. taking space so, to dispatch of you. Um, Sorry, trying to do some math. I'm doing circumference here. Um, Yeah, that's probably too long. Circumference from too edge to edge? Way. Yeah. To to go around the arc. To go around the arc. Oh yeah. So yeah. it'd be like what? It's two pi r squared. Yes. Oh, oh. But our r is radius our r is of 30. thirty. Yeah. Um. So that'd be nine hundred plus nine hundred. Yeah. Yeah. So four. Okay. Okay. That. That seems huge, bigger than I thought. But okay. Well, that rules that one out. Um, Did I give you the wrong equation? You know what? Pi r squared, 1,800. Uh, yeah, and then half that because it's a half circle. Well, it would be 2 pi r, isn't it? Because the r squared is for area. Uh, yes, yes, 2 pi r. You're right. That's why I said I was like, wait, I think I just mashed two equations 30. together. Yeah, Hashtag Jin. Um, six times 30 is 180. So that's 90 feet around. Yeah, 90 feet around, roughly. Yeah. Okay, yes, that makes big. sense. That makes sense. Still too big, but it makes sense. I think the one for area. <laughs> I, I just mashed 90 feet. Okay, well, given that, we're going to just. See what happens! Yay! Okay. That inspires zero confidence. No, <laughs> no I love those um, kinds of Behind things. me, uh-huh. I'm going to conjure some woodland beings. Some woodland beings, some Woodland huh? beings. I'm conjuring some fey behind me. I'm summoning some pixies behind me. Okay. okay. Pixies. Now these little little spritish things. Yeah, I've seen who's them. gonna voice the pixies? I can have a dear. Okay. Now these okay. pixies are fey that obey my command. Um, pixies are uh, challenge rating of a quarter, so yep. I summon eight of them. Okay. <laughs> I thought too, penguin witch doctor. Pixies have this spell um, that they can cast once per day. Called polymorph. <laughs> um, and I'm going to tell eight of them, myself, the wizard, and the fighter, we need some apes. <laughs> so then three of them, they, um, they also have as an action they can become invisible. Okay. So, six calling out three of them are now casting spells. So I'm assuming I don't know how you want to play that, but if if you want five to be invisible, that is a possibility. Kind of what I was thinking. If you let me stretch it, 
Because it only takes three to cast the spell. Okay. So, 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 tell me the end goal of your pixie army and what is going on with these pixies. <laughs> the druid and the fighter become giant apes. The wizard, the druid, and the fighter became giant apes. Wizard, yes. Um, I, I should mention they do actually have their own. I believe they have their own initiative. They do. So I will roll initiative for them. But that's the command that I will give. All right. Okay. Okay. So there's the, eight pixies, and they made you guys. Well, apes. they will. They will. So let's get your initiative in. Yes, I'm casting them behind me. So that I am essentially providing full cover for them. So all these pixies like just pop up around your shoulders and behind you. They pop and, up behind uh, me. I give an order. Alex, what is and, it that what is it what that happens. we hear when they appear? Yes. You hear nothing. You hear nothing. Oh, they're okay. staying hidden, right? <laughs> right, Austin? Yeah. Yes, yeah. they are. Because <laughs> they have they can turn invisible as an action. Alright. What so, is their initiative here? Um, they, they get have plus five. They have a twenty-three initiative. And are they just just there until they die, or are they like they're, they're the wolves? Now. I am concentrating hour. on this spell. Oh, it's, okay. is it the same as the wolves or not? It's the wolves. Yes, okay. it's the okay. wolves. But I'm summoning different spell. But yeah, I just yeah. I just needed to know. Um, and they rolled <laughs> in at uh, three HP each. Oh, really? Uh huh. Okay. So that would be 20. That's higher than I expected. Uh, yeah, it's it's a 1d4 minus 1. Um, you lucked out that it was as it was when it came in. Uh, my, say, usually I think they're 1, so I will take 3. <laughs> my app was very nice cool. to you today. Yeah. Thank you, app. Yeah. So obviously that doesn't happen immediately. So yeah, they'll they'll be uh, near top of the turn order there. Yeah. So they and they come in. in a twenty-three. Ramil, yeah. you hear whispers. Ramil, when you're ready, let us know and we'll go. <laughs> just you hear it though. They're very clever. They just summon behind you like hidden. This makes me so happy. We're gonna have a, a fairy pixie episode eventually, and Alex will. I, I will the not. Over. I will not let you play unless you play a pixie character. <laughs> All right, uh, Rumiel, Um, thank you for your contribution to this battle. Um, I'm so happy. So we don't even good, know. good enough because um, you're bottom of the turn order. Your pixies have uh, rolled top of the turn order. Okay, so guard. <laughs> Ari and myself are now giant apes. You've all turned into giant apes. Um, uh, Lauren, you should well, have well, stats from Nathan, I believe. Well, yep. three of them fly out from behind so Nathan, back. Go for it. Just go and, hard. And one goes, you get an ape. You get an ape. You get an ape. <laughs> they all turn into apes. Pixie Oprah. Oh, no. <laughs> You're an ape! You're an ape! <laughs> okay, so we have three giant apes, uh, three yeah. squeaking pixies, five hidden pixies, uh, yeah. and a partridge. <laughs> and a blink dog to boot. Yeah! Don't boot the blink dog! Well, Austin, what are your other ones doing? Uh, they turn invisible. That's a. Cool. 
that's an action. They they have um, greater invisibility or superior yeah, invisibility. Yeah. Invisibility. And they can. It looks like cast that at will. Uh, that is just as an action. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. All right. Ability as a cantrip. That's amazing. Basically. Uh, cool. Now it is the guard captain's turn. Um, and seeing that he's been attacked by a few people right up front, he's going to swing at Ari. Bada, 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 bada. Yep. I will say, this does drop your armor class a bit, so I apologize for that. All good. But I hope she has 157 H- hit points. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, do you want us to roll our 15d12 plus 60 hit points, or should we just go with the average? Um, let me see here. I mean, what is I don't, I don't think it really matters because 157 is your average here. I would just um, take average, honestly. Yeah, I'm we'll good just with take that. average. So you three have a temporary 157 HP. Are you um, serious? 157. Your armor class is 12. Um, you do have two available fist attacks, which are a plus nine to hit, a 10 foot reach, and we'll do 3d10 plus six. Cool. Uh, so for those of you who don't have the stat block, that's what you get. You can hit twice with your fist, or you can use rock, which you can pull up a rock and use it as bludgeoning damage. Um or thrown, uh, but where you're at, there aren't any large rocks for you say, to do we're that. kind of in the middle of nowhere. So basically, point. you've just got uh, superior punching and um, Big old grappling. So for reference, you guys, your hit point, like your armor class, is not much higher than mine, but you have three times <laughs> as many hit points as me. <laughs> More than three times as many. I'm a little bit jealous. Uh, you can't really see anything around them. You just see big. No. I know, I'm just, right I'm just this saying. This is why Marth wanted to do this. He's sick just, being useless. <laughs> I don't know if that means you guys Music. are super strong or I'm really squishy or both, but either way, I'm yeah. kind of like freaking out right now. All right. Uh, he swings at me. He swings at you because you're the closest giant ape that he's now looking up at. Um, let's see. With his great Every, Everybody's sword. armor class is 12. I feel like Jared's going to have a field day with this. He's going to have so much fun. Like, I do so much damage! <laughs> uh, well, I got a 2 with this great sword, so that one's not going to hit. Because oh, it, it rolls in at an 11. This thing um, really bad for His us. second swing with it is actually a 14. So, okay. uh, that does hit. Um, uh, it's 2d6. Plus five, so he does fifteen points of damage, kind of like just grazing across uh, like the chest and shoulders of the big ape in front of him. Um, so fifteen points of damage. Um, he does take another couple actions, and he does scream out in rage at the other two uh, apes. And I need the other two apes to make a wisdom save. So that would be casting a spell. Uh, he is casting frighten foe. Counter spell. So yeah, it does look like it is a spell here. So counter spelled. Is it? Is it? Let me see. Is it higher than third level? Frighten, actually, frighten foe here is just a. Or it's an ability. It's an it's an ability. So it's not. Okay, I can't counter that then. Uh, cool. So he does yell out. He does need you to 
succeed a wisdom saving throw. Do I get to keep my advantage on saves versus being frightened? I would say so. You take the stat blocks, but I think you keep a little bit of, like, your self behind it. Yeah, I would okay. have curiosity. What is doing being frightened do? That's a being nat 20. To a save. nat 20 to save. You save. Uh, I'm not going to a second time. And our other ape is... Um, okay. I'm assuming we don't get um, proficiency on saving throws. You have to use your uh, save. On saving throws, I... You'd because Rumiel does it has proficiency. I don't think so. I don't but think so. I don't think the my, ape does. I don't think the ape does, no. Oh, I was like, my sheet adds it, so... No, but when you're an ape, you're you're different. When well, you're polymorphed, you yeah, don't get any of your stats. I'm not wild-shaping, I'm polymorphing. Yeah, wild-shaped, like, you get to keep a lot of your stats, but right. polymorph, you don't. Polymorph, right. you take okay. the full stat blocks, yeah. Okay. So, um, um, my wisdom save is a 14. 14. Uh, you become frightened, and... Garth okay. does not. Uh, frightened. A frightened creature has disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while its source of fear is within line of sight. So I wonder- It cannot willingly move closer to that source of fear. Uh, but because the ape has a 10-foot reach, you can still hit the guy. Good to know. So What's I don't that? need to use my bend luck? Because I was going to use my bend luck to help them. Um, I mean... It would still be nice if... If, if you want to bend luck, so Rumil... I'm not. ...doesn't get frightened, potentially. You had a 14 total? 14 total. So if you And wanna, that frightened him? That frightened him. Okay. So if you want to use bend luck to affect that before it takes effect... Yeah, so I'm going to add two to it. So you 16. got a 16. That saves. <laughs> exactly saves. Guys, look at this team. Bend luck, however, do you have to... Uh, Roll on your, your table. Um, yeah, one second. I, I, as far as I know, it was just sorcery points. Okay. Oh, yeah, that one's just sorcery because points. Because it is right. a um, sorcerer feat that I got at yeah. level six. You are and right. I haven't used yet. So, uh, Rumiel, you, you feel a little bit of fear. Yeah, go, like shy away. The hair on your shoulders stands up a little bit, but then you're, you're all right. Like, you're a little nervous, but you're, all, you're, you're good. Okay. All right. Uh, Ape Ari. He's going to use that multi-fist attack. Multi-fist attack. So you get to roll twice to hit. Um, well, that one's not going to hit. Uh, uh, you have a plus nine to hit. You have a plus nine. Does 11 hit? It does not. Okay. Then I will... She didn't crit fail. Take the other. Okay. Uh, 24. Uh, Penguin Witch Doctor, I'd love to know what attack is 15d12, if you could put that in chat, because I'm... 104 is a pretty nice number. Uh, so 20, well, that was our, that was That's our hit points. HP. Oh. Okay. Yeah, so he oh. tried rolling you lower, but uh, you got a 24 to hit? Yeah. Yeah, that it's hits. That number plus 60. Plus 60. Oh. He rolled us higher. He rolled them oh. higher. No, <laughs> by seven points. <laughs> hey. Seven points could be one full hit. Yeah, three d ten. Three d ten plus six is what you were rolling. Twenty points of damage. Twenty points of damage. So you just lash out and smack this guard captain with twenty points of damage. Uh, you you miss your first one, but you come down to the second one, and Ape Ari is doing work. Uh, Lord Drakland. 
Um, uh, how? So, is anybody within five feet of him? Uh, no. no. Excellent. So I'm gonna wait, use my wait, is Ari. Ari, I mean, yeah, Ari is, is Ari is right up on him. But her uh, arms are super long, though, weren't yeah. they? Oh. Yeah. The other two are okay. behind, but they can still reach and kind of pummel. Yeah. I can't. I can't like cast fairy fire and have her not get hit by it, right? Yeah, you can. You'd have to move, right? You could cast. You could cast it like slightly behind him. Can I do that? Because he's big, right? Or no? Uh, you have to move to see because you've got three apes essentially blocking you at this point. Sure, I'd be fine with moving. Can I cast it so it just hits him and guards behind him? Not. And thank you for the fairy fire, by the way. Um, a it's twenty foot. I've heard cube. it. I've heard it said different ways. Yeah, you. I mean, you put it in a twenty foot cube, centering where you wish. So you could yeah. put it. So, like, the edge of the cube is on him. And if okay. he backs up, then he's fully in it, but he's still, like, just kind of in it right now, and no one else will get hit. Yeah, it just it just uses the cube when I drop it, and whoever's in the cube gets hit, and then it stays on whoever or doesn't. Okay. So yeah. I'll, I'll use my drow ability of fairy fire. Oh, yes! Um, I gotta see what the save is, because it might be different for being a drow. Let me check. That's a drow ability? You get one time per long rest. You guys, I'm learning so much new stuff today. <laughs> and you guys are, like, oh, making my night. Okay, let's see. Sorry, it's going to take me one second just to make sure I don't um, do this wrong. It doesn't look like there's any save or anything to it. No, Did there it is. Happen? It's a deck save, usually, but let me see. Oh, uh, yeah, fails a deck save throw. Yep, there it is. I was looking for that keyword. I mean, yeah, you're totally right. It, it's no save. <laughs> it just auto hits. I think, what was the rule you guys told me? Don't question the DM. Take it to your advantage. Don't question um, I can't find it for some reason. Penny um, Doctor, what kind of rum are you drinking? Hmm? <laughs> the good stuff. The good it's stuff. Rum. Uh, so the deck save would most likely be on your. You just want to use my. Are you okay with just using my my character's save? Number? I'm assuming it would your be your spell spell casting casting save. Ability. Yeah, which yeah. is 15. I think it's charisma anyway, so I think it's the same. 15. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it'd be 15 there, so I have to roll a deck save. I think he was referring to your rum. I don't But have it's rum. not rum, it's gin. So it's the gin talking that no, there was no deck no. save. No. <laughs> um, Dex is a 17, so he does save, but does he get any effect? Um, no. No, okay. So, but the, but the guards who are behind him would make saves too. I, I mean, I don't, uh, I don't think no, it's relevant. It, it drops right in front of them, essentially, because... It, oh, 20, there's nobody behind him. It's a 20-foot cube. You've got 30 feet from him to any of the guards in the center. Got it. Okay. So yeah. it, it drops in front of a couple of them, but... Okay. Um, so that's fine. I don't think... Does that count as... I don't know. Does that count as a spell to use? I think maybe yes. Are you, magic. Are you, are you talking about like action-wise or spell slot-wise? No, no, no. Like, not spell slot-wise. Action. Spell. Like, you can't action. cast two spells on a single turn. But if that wasn't a spell, I could. But I think that is a spell. Uh, it I does count as a spell. It's like a natural ability okay. spell. Um, okay. It's like using fine. my darkness or thaumaturgy, yeah. right? Yep. Uh, it's action. I'll stay put. All right. You stay put. Thanks, um, man. I tried. 
Valari. Um, you now have a couple giant apes in front of you. So do I have a clear view of him anymore? No, you'll have to run to one of the sides a little bit. Probably the Not left side, far. right? Because I imagine it was like we were right here, so I'd have to run to the left because he was like talking to him. Yep. Um, and she's within five feet of him. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I don't want to do... Um, I guess... I can move back a little on my next turn. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I didn't realize. No, 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 no. It's, I'm just trying to decide back. which of my two I mean, hit spells I'm I want to use. Feet. But if I step back as I swing, I'm distanced and still... No, it, no, it's it would, fine. It would bring opportunity attack, but you got a hundred plus HP to play with. <laughs> I'm just trying to decide which of my two. Well, I mean, spells. earlier I swung with a sword. I w- I don't know how, I don't know how these dimensions work. Because I is a sword five feet. Yeah, yeah, okay. a five foot. Reach. It just means you're right next to them. But if now my mass is that much more, I would have pushed him in my transforming. So I feel like I would have had to <laughs> back. I mean, you would have, like, transformed back. Your butt probably would have shoved uh, the people behind you back a little bit. Can I pose a theoretical <laughs> kind of And you're just a bigger target now. <laughs> a theoretical question. What is it? Do we, like, 5d8s or 8d6s more? 8d6s. <laughs> more yeah. dice is more minimum. Yeah. And the maximum is higher, too. Cool, cool. So, <laughs> I'm actually going to cast this at level I mean, 4. I mean, it, I think yeah. higher yeah, squared or something. Be better. Uh-huh. I'm going to cast this at level 4, making it 96s then. <laughs> what okay. are you throwing? Lightning bolt. Lightning bolt, of course. Okay. That's, that's, that's the misses. save, right? Huh? Yeah, Is that the save? Oh, it's a save. That's that's a save. Yeah. It's, it's a save. save. You don't have I, have to, I have to roll. Oh, yeah, you're right. It hits. Oh, yeah, it is a 13. Nope, that does not save. Oh, oh ow. I need three dice, please. What What dice? A sixes. Six. Sixes, okay. <laughs> well, oh, that hurts dice so bad. That's, that come with three d6s that already. That they do. Blacksmith craft dice with three d6s. Mm-hmm. Oh, those are so beautiful. Oh, uh, you, you guys have, like, matching Six. sets together. Ooh. Nine. I was missing Aww. one. Guys, I have so many dice. <laughs> Doesn't I, that feel good? Oh, those. Hey, the camera oh, did justice those for those. Those look really good. Those are great. So pretty. Well, the thing is, for some reason, your camera is coming through a little bit more purple on our end, so they look really good. Uh, those are Blacksmithcraft dice as she's doing the math. Take a look at the links below. Blacksmithcraft dice are the metal dice we all roll on the show. Um, Let me throw it in chat. You guys, yeah. so many sixes and um, fives. They nice. are amazing dice. They're fairly inexpensive, and they're sturdy and beautiful. Come with a nice little box. Um, oh, yeah. Boxes. Some of the newer some of the newer color sets do come with multiple D6s instead of just one. Um, take a look. Support them. They're great. 43. 43. Woo! Nice. Okay, so... As you, you hit guys, this guy, there were four sixes and two fives. Oh yeah! Oh man, that's great. Okay. Uh, as you hit this guy, the electric like crackles all across his armor. Uh, you do notice that it does 
bloody him at this point, meaning he's under 50% HP. Um, What's that what that means? That's what yeah. bloodied means. So under 50% oh, HP yeah. means that uh, you're doing good. You do notice he's, he's, instead of bloodied here, he's got some nice electric burns up his neck and some fire that's like kind of up and across he, him. He's electric. Is he concentrating on any spells for these soldiers? He is not, no. Okay, okay. Good check. That was a good question. Good question. That was a lot of damage. Would have done a really high DC. Yeah, that would have to... been tough to try and <laughs> yeah. make, roll half of that. Can you roll two dice for me, please? Please roll a yeah, 23. Yeah, I was actually just about to please ask roll you if I could roll a different one. Yeah, you need to roll this one first, then we can roll other things. We are rolling on wild magic here. Oh. What? It's a 74. 74. Um, oh, no. Well, shit. You take one additional action immediately. Oh! <laughs> Y'all know what this means? Chromatic Orbit Level 3. <laughs> oh, God. Who let her be a wild magic sorceress? I don't... The one she encouraged died. it. Yeah, but in one episode, we almost killed half the party or more. You guys, no, I rolled no. a 24 to hit. Oh, I thought you got a crit. <laughs> no, that would have been a... I'm like, no, no, 24 hits pretty good, though. Oh, no, but a 24 is really good. Pretty good. No, a 27 would have been better, but... I'm just gonna claim rocks fall and everyone dies now. <laughs> Counterspell. <laughs> Counterspell. Well, it's gotta Wait. be a lot of rocks because a few of us have 150 plus hit points. So, 4d8. That's a meteor shower, man. <laughs> gotta drop an asteroid and on not, this. Not island. my new ones. And, and yet, there's three apes still standing. <laughs> well, no, just, then we'll just revert. You'll have three people standing there like, uh. <laughs> 16. 16 points of damage? Yeah, boy. Man, what what type of orb did you cast? Oh, um... Lightning. <laughs> Why not? More, more. Uh, you cast this chromatic orb of lightning, and it leaves a really ornate, twisted pattern of uh, just shock residue on his chest that kind of glows a little bit. And at that point, um, it is... Our little puppy friend's turn. Astro launches towards that point in his chest and kicks really hard as he lands and tries to just knock this guard captain off uh, his feet, but he gets knocked down and ends up like scurrying back with his tail between his legs. Uh, he attempted to do something that worked for him prior, and it doesn't work with this big dude. Garth, <clears throat> it is your turn. Uh, I'm sorry, Apegarth. It is your turn. Apegarth. Apegarth. Apegarth smash! Feels really good about <laughs> his ability to hit this guy. Alright, Apegarth? Feel, feels like it's a nat 20. Ah! Uh! <gasps> I forgot oh! you had those. Yeah, that's oh what I did. Oh! So, Alright. So, with your first swing... 36? Uh, so with the first swing, Ooh. it's automatically 36 plus, let me roll three more d10. 
Rumil, uh, you're gonna not be invited back at the shenanigans you can pull. <laughs> um, you have one more episode and... He's <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, I'm done. Uh, I mean, didn't roll great. That's an extra seven. Hey. We, can, we can take Penguin's roll. He got a 13. Oh, no, no. So that's up to 43 off the first hit. Off the first hit. Now you swing for the second hit. For the second one. Uh, and that's a 25 to hit. Ooh! Ouch. Uh, please roll. Wait, Nathan, was your natural 20, was that uh, somebody gave it to you? That was your portent. It was his portent. Yeah. Okay. The only nat 20 went to... Me! Ari, right? Sorry, yeah. yep. I used it on that my... Used it. And that's another... Seven. Lauren, how many fingers? 17. 17, 17, 17. fingers! <laughs> so you... 60 damage from those two hits. Whew, you <laughs> smash in and you dent the, the breastplate in the first hit. You just wail right into his chest and uh, the guard captain's foot goes back and he kind of slides a little bit and you notice that he is uh, essentially superhuman at this point with the the dragon king pulsing through his veins uh, so you just swing again and you just hit him square in the chin and we go into slow-mo as blood and a tooth and a little bit of spit goes off to the side and an ape fist just keeps going through the swing <laughs> And then it cuts back to the battle at hand. Um, wow. So that puts us down to Rumil. Uh, Ape well, Rumil, sir. So I'm as, just going to use as the... reaction really quick. Oh, go. To do the following. <laughs> Your turn. I was going to say, as we're coming back to real time and he's pounding his chest over his shoulder comes another... <laughs> Okay. Okay. So, uh, please roll the hit. <laughs> um, seventeen. Seventeen misses. Okay. So you swing and you just get right over his shoulder. We'll just say it's obscured a little bit. I'm using my reroll. You also get a second fit. That's right, but he oh. on the first one missed. Oh. Uh, both of them were lower than the last one, so I'm gonna miss with both. So as, as you're swinging in, the pounding of the chest, an elbow comes up and knocks both of your fists out of the way just a little bit as Garth is celebrating. Uh, so you're, you're a little uh, off as you try to knock this guy right in the chin. Uh, that brings us back to your pixie's turn. You have five of them. Romeo, what should we do? Well, I'm, a, I'm an ape, so I can't talk. So they're they're just doing their thing. Uh, three so, are three are still yeah, hanging out. All right. They dance. They dance invisibly <laughs> behind where you were. <laughs> oh man! Can I think... they polymorph the captain into a gnat? <laughs> well, uh, it was I. I thought about it, but if you if you break a polymorph, they revert back to where they were before. Ah, true. Okay, fair. So unless yeah. we could drop him in the ocean. 
put him in a jar, drop him in the ocean. That's the only way we could beat it. Like, but his turn is next, right? So yeah. Uh, so this guard captain. Mm-hmm. Now that he's been pounded on. Uh, Just a little. Let's see yells, yells out at the two apes over the one in front of him. So that would be Rumiel and Garth. And attempts again to uh, scare them off. So I need wisdom saving throws from both of you two. Uh, wisdom. Hold on. Let me scroll back down to that stat. That's yeah. a plus one for an eight. An eight? Uh, you become frightened, so you 17. basically... A 17? Oh, I was saying... Oh, oh, plus one eight. So I have a 17. So so you're not frightened. You're good. Uh, 12. (laughs) 12. Rumil, you are frightened, so you can't move any closer to him, and you have disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls at the moment. Okay. Can I bend his luck? Uh, I think it's once a day. Um, well, it's sorcery points. How many of those do you have? I have seven. Oh, God! Go ahead and bend his luck, if you wish. I mean, you're going to have to go roll pretty well. That's true. You had a 12, right? Yeah. I have a 12. You'd so have I to have to get... roll, what, a 4? Probably. A... Probably a 4. Yeah. The so highest high. I can you roll a... is a 4. You have a 25% so a... chance. It's a 50-50. It's a 25%. Or is it a d4? It's a d4. Oh, yeah, you have a 25% chance of this working. Never mind, you're screwed. <laughs> uh, he's there. still, he's still just, within reach. I don't think I'm going to get a four. Yeah. No, um, I get it. And then he swings out at Ape Ari in front of him for a 17 to hit. That, that does hit. All right. And does, ouch, 12 points of damage now. Wait, can I um, use my Ben Luck to... Sub- no, she's got the points. I'm good. She's good. Yeah. Girl, I'll save he it for 12. He, Yeah, he hit for 12. Not a ton. I know, um, I know. Sorry. And I now, don't always now hear it is, all of the... De- now it is Ape Ari's turn to wail on this guy. <laughs> oh, she thinks about Ebron and just cries over him. A big gorilla. I just picture Great Babe crying. Yeah, right? Uh, first fist. Picks him up and hugs him. First fist is a 16, which I know from earlier is not going to hit. Yeah, if he's in plate. And that one's also not going to hit. It's a 16 again. So you swing over his shoulder twice and miss. Uh, it is Lord Draclan's turn. All right. Um, hmm. I will... <clears throat> eh, let's have some fun. I'm going to run up, and I'm going to just swing at him. <laughs> so you run up amongst the giant apes. The apes are like all behind me because they're ten feet away. Or, but I'm like in the five, and I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> you sneak up in front. Okay, let's let's do this. Oh, Jacqueline. Okay, that's a seventeen. Seventeen misses. Okay. That's lower. That's a thirteen. You run up, and in your excitement, in your excitement, you're swinging wildly, and uh, the first hit glances off of the bent plate 
uh, on his chest, and the second just misses totally. There are people summoning the dragon. Okay. All I'll right. be done. Uh, Valari, it is your turn. I mean, I have one third spell level slot. Spell level slot left. Okay. What are you going to do with your third level slot? It's worked so well for me thus far. I feel like I can't <laughs> not cast <laughs> Lightning Bolt. <laughs> lightning Bolt. Deck save again? Yeah. I'm going to roll my favorite dice tonight. There you go. No! <laughs> what is that one? It's a, to- it's a total of 12. Oh, no, that doesn't oh. save. My favorite dice betrayed me. My save is My two 20s of the night. That night. high. Okay, how much damage do you do? I don't know, I gotta roll 86. Give me a second. 86 at level 3? Yeah, oh, yeah, because it's nine at level four. Remember yeah. when I told it's you? It's kind of sad that it only adds one d six to go up a level. Agreed. That's common though. It's usually one d six. Yeah, yeah. But as a doesn't... spell that starts with eight d six, you would think that adding a level to it would add like two d six. Yeah, or something. How many yeah, I... more do you need if you already have eight? <laughs> well, then why didn't you? Ca- why did you cast it at level four? Fun. Why don't you keep going at threes? <laughs> because I only have one four-level spell slot. <laughs> that could have been chromatic orb. I used the chrome. I, I know. used. Roll the, it. They Roll said it. to use the lightning. <laughs> oh no, that's a lot of ones. <laughs> one, it's two, still damage. three, four, five. <laughs> Wait, you Ten. rolled six. You rolled eight dice. I rolled eight dice and I got an 18. Oh, okay. Five of them were ones. But five of them are ones. (laughs) Um, So you you fire with such gusto. I'm like so confident. And it it hits and it goes... (laughs) And does a little crackle like uh, if anyone's put a CD in the microwave. It just goes... I go, yeah. huh, I think I must have You're, overused that spell. I've done that. It's bad. Don't do it. You're you speaking from experience here. Yes, Are yes, I am. Are you talking about the boiled egg? No, the microwave. <laughs> no, no, that's another story. Boiled eggs in the microwave. Don't, don't microwave work. a hard boiled egg. He and, learned and that the hard way. Back to the battle. <laughs> Um, in my microwave when we were dating. Astro yelps and goes away. Uh, uh, Ape Garth? Ape Garth. Ape Garth. Hey, you did well last time. Yeah. Smack his butt. Swing twice. Oh, uh, hang on two seconds. Uh, Please please roll on your, uh... (laughs) She has to roll on her wild magic. Why? Because you cast a level four, or level three. She has an at 20, though, so just be prepared. It's a four or a hundred and four? Four. Four. Prevent the next critical hit. No! Oh, creatures have disadvantage on saving throws against the next spell you cast. Oh! Yikes. That would have been helpful before. Yeah, Uh, Garth. You get him every time. You You have a nat 20, Garth? I got a nat 20 on my first hit. So that's 36 plus... There we go. Plus... 17 is 53. Okay. Mm-hmm. 74. Get it. Yep. Okay. And now he'll swing again. Come on. Come on. Come on. Uh-uh. Swing 15. better. Nope. 
Okay. It's okay. He used up so much strength on that first one. So yeah. with with your uh, your first swing, you make a fist. Unless, wait. Can I <laughs> use? Oh, no. That's fine. Go on. No, no, no. What, what do you want to use? <laughs> I mean, am I a lucky gorilla? I mean... I don't think so. If you get the statue of the gorilla, then you don't get to take your halfling traits. But it's, it's a lucky. You no, know, it's not it's halfling a, luck. It's the feet. It's a lucky. Yeah, I think you would be. You'd be a lucky. You'd be a lucky gorilla. I yeah. You just get the stat block replaced, essentially. Yeah, the stat block and actions. Uh, so that is a twenty-one. That does that does hit. Twenty-one. Okay. Get it, buddy. Uh, oh wait, no, that's uh one and two, three. Oh, there's a there's a ten. Uh, thirteen plus six, nineteen. Nineteen. All right. So your first hit, you make a fist and you come down on the head of this guard captain and you drive him into the ground. And the second one, you finish driving him into the ground. That at the point uh, that you put both fists back and look down, you see that you've jammed him into essentially a hole that you built because of his plate into the ground, and then the second fist just molds that over him. So he's a pile of uh, bloody plate at this point. Um, And in this moment, as you finish him off, the guards who were standing in the half-arc uh, with their their, sh- their shields up and their sword out, all start kind of blinking and looking around. Uh, one of them drops to his knees and like takes a huge breath as if he's breathing for the first time in minutes. Uh, this guard captain is a pile of gross mess, <clears throat> and you have defeated him. Uh, but as you do, you see... The wisp smoke of... Who has the phylactery? <laughs> uh, seeing it coming up, um, I'm going to break concentration on right. my on my pixie spell. All right, so your pixies disappear, and then... So they're gone. Their hold on you disappears. Garth, <laughs> Garth, you actually kind of drop out of the air a little bit, and the rest of you, you, the rest of you just kind of place down onto your feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, the smoke is slowly rising out of the corpse of this guard captain, uh, far less vigorous than the first time, as the Dragon King seems to be fairly weakened. Garth quickly pulls out the the vial, mm-hmm. opens it, and like runs over to that smoke. As you do, and you reach out with the smoke... The smoke, as it's trying to go away, starts, like, sucking back in as almost if, like, a a vacuum is in the bottle and sucking the smoke in. And it all starts trailing in faster and faster, and then it all finishes up, and you're able to cap it quick. (laughs) The the vial does become quite warm to the touch at this point. Ah, oh, okay. Um, well... Yes, I think... I think we've got him. I think. Should we clear the darkness, Valari, and see if our friends are still here? 
Oh, the darkness would probably be gone by now because it was only, what, 10 minutes? Uh, oh, we were only there for like... Yeah, only there. This is only like a minute battle. No. Uh-huh. Six seconds mm-hmm. per yeah. round. Yeah. Um, but I cast it... Yeah, I mean, with your rush up and your talk, yeah, it, it could be about... Plus it was cast it a early. concentration. So you can ah, drop concentration. Okay. Well, it was a concentration and I cast other spells. But those well, other spells were concentration spells. Yeah. So it does it does fade. You allow it to fade at this point. So uh, yeah. The the oncoming strand army rushes up and starts to see where you all are and starts to split to get to the guards behind you. Malapan, stop! We're with you. They were under a curse. The dragon king is gone. A large dragonborn skids up and barks out, STOP! And all of the goblins and kobolds start skidding to a, a halt and kind of tumble over one another a bit. Uh, one of the human uh, leads in the group stops and catches a, a little goblin who's like foaming at the mouth with two daggers in hand ready to slice stuff and holds him back a second as he starts calming down and pants a little bit more uh, and looks around and the large dragonborn walks over and surveys the bloody mess in the ground and looks at the group mm, you uh, I, I, I won't ask how you've uh, <laughs> accomplished this feat but um you know, just some monkeying around. <laughs> well, were you able to collect the Dragon King? Garth pulls out the phylactery. All right. These next steps are vitally important. And I'm not quite sure the detail until you get close to where they must take place. There is a spirit well in the forest. This well has the purest of water, blessed by treants of old, and should still hold the blessing, regardless of the lack of their presence. Um, this should seal the vial completely. In sealing it, you must replace it into the stone with a pouring of the same water to um, dissipate the effects. Uh, have you seen the stone yet? The kingstone? Precisely. Yeah, yeah, we saw it. Well, you must dissipate the effects, or you could uh, be crowned leader. So well, about that. We kind at, of are. At this moment, the. The dragonborn looks around and quickly drops to a knee and puts a hand on his chest. And all of the kobolds and the goblins and the humans and the guard across the way all look at you lot and drop to a knee, all stunned, hand across their chest, bowing down. And the one kobold who is foaming at the mouth runs up and drops to his knees in front of you. I'm sorry! I I just was trying to protect the forests! And he bows down even further, uh, and 
the dragonborn, who you recognize as Zet, that you had met earlier. The first mm -hmm. one, right? Takes one large clawed hand and slides the goblin back and, and says, My kings and queens, <clears throat> you must be careful. You must quell the stone with the water, seal the file with the water, and return the stone and the file to the castle. There is a missing stone within the walls that this must be replaced in. I've never seen it myself, but uh, the legend tells that when the Kingstone and the essence of the Dragon King are returned, the kingdom will be restored to normal order. So you wish it to. And he bows down again as if he doesn't expect you to give up the power that has been bestowed upon you, but gives you an option out. I'll, oh, yeah. I'll, we'll, we'll... I'll kind of walk up and grab his arm and be like, have I, have I, you said we've seen this guy. I haven't, right? You have not. No, the rest of the group has. It was before me, right? I say, sir, I need to know I can trust you. And I'll kind of lift him up real quick. He stands I'll, up. I'll pull out my book and be like, let's see what you get. <laughs> uh, he, he looks at you. Uh, my, my king, I, I don't understand. What, what must I do to show my trust? It's okay. The moment is past. <laughs> he, he, reach, he reaches out and he like tries to grab the book or touch the book as if he is unsure of what he needs to do. Oh, just open it. Let him do it. All, all right, my king. And he, he closes his eyes and turns just a little bit and opens the book and like peeks one eye open as if he's worried that something's going to happen, as if he's going to like catch fire or something. He looks back. And there is a little tabby kitten sitting there, bright-eyed, looking at this dragonborn. And That's all I needed, guys. The, dragonborn, needed the dragonborn leans back and looks at you and says, My king, what does this mean? And I'll go back and collect it, close the book. This is very good. The tabby cat is very good. And I'll, I'll go and walk Oh, Dracland is now a fortune teller based on the cat the book provides. This is like a bad Facebook There's quiz. no evidence to prove that this relates to the individual, yet we're completely... I paid a lot of money for this book. I gotta make some use out of it. That's okay. I just realized that I paid a lot of money for that oil and then forgot about it and did not add that damage. It's okay. We'll, we'll oil the monkey paws next time. <laughs> <laughs> you just smash the file and you're just like, here we go. Um, um, so he, he steps back and then drops back to a knee. We will protect the forests and point you in the direction to the spirit well, if you wish. If not, the kingdom is yours to rule. Oh, I'm all for the well. Point us towards the well. And uh, we will take the vial there. All right. We will set up camp here and um, discuss plans to get to the well. Um, it is it is a, a day's trek, and we need to be prepared. Are you expecting danger on the way? I, I am not quite sure what to expect, as the guardians of the forest no longer guard. Oh, but they do! Well... 
They might. He speaks to the trance. They're buddies. They're awakening, good sir, but as you say, I do not know that they have quite the strength. They are still in their beginnings. And Penguin Witch Doctor, Ari has not gotten her dragon scale armor, but that might be like her requested parting gift, you know, for like saving their town a million times. Well, I will say there's some plate over there if you wanted to... It's a a very uh, messy, flattened plate. Ain't gonna loot that that body. Suit yourself. You guys are missing out on fortunes of magical items. Uh, all right. At this point, um, the body. You find you find nothing but mess. find a tabby kitten inside. <laughs> oh, he was actually a good guy. Uh, at he this... couldn't be saved. He couldn't be saved. Sorry. All good. All good. At this point, um, the the guard steps forward in rank. Uh, seemingly, the most senior steps out and looks at the mess of the captain and looks to the kings and queens. Uh, what, what is it that you'd like us to do? If you could go back to town, we would like a patrol set up by the tent city as the town is, is a kingdom is being rebuilt. Guard the people, watch out for theft. All right, um... Go and should... Should we um, worry about stations between upper and lower, or are we combining the city guard totally? Uh, combine them. <laughs> yes, my queens. Yes, yes, my queens. Uh, we will combine the guards, and we will take care of the city. Um, is is there any other rulings or oddities we must know? If you need advice while we are on our uh, trek into the forest, talk to Tyrell Goldenhand. <laughs> He's a good guy. Oh. Sir Goldenhand. No. Yes, 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 yes. He's he's a very well-known cobbler. He does help with um, the boots here. We will talk with him. He Also, make sure that young Balder gets, gets a little bit of help. You know, as well, everyone whose shop fell into the water. Let's see if we can get um, uh, rescue teams. Diving crews out there. Uh, there is a uh, a water breathing device uh, that Perkins has. Uh, tell him that the kings and queens wish to borrow it so that people can retrieve certain valuables that have been washed into the sea. He he quickly motions to another guard who seems to be a, a junior and starts telling him these things and the other guard fumbles through his small pouches and pulls out a small piece of paper and starts noting it all down. Oi, you got that? Go! Go! And he he sends most of the guard back to flank next to him and the rest of the troops start hustling towards town. And is there anything you'd like me to um, tell to the, the town itself or shall I allow you to speak to the town? We will speak to the town later. All right. We will make sure the people are fed, that the sick are taken care of, and that justice is done. Is that okay for being a queen? Yes, I think you're doing it quite well. Quite well. All right. And the the people who didn't have homes to begin with, um, shall we move them out, shuffle them around? What what should we do? 
Mm-hmm. You, you, you're you're requesting a big change in the town. Um, and I'm not quite sure. I'm I'm not usually one that makes these decisions. Uh. That's fair. Just just care for everybody in the town as if it was your grandma, and we'll be back hopefully tomorrow. All right. Um, I will see that everyone is fed to our best abilities. We'll send um. Such diving crews after um. You know, any we'll set up trinkets. a stimulus plan. Give everyone, you know, a certain amount of money. Twelve, twelve hundred gold per person. Well, um, based on their a, income, we'll, we'll I figure have a it out. Feeling that you're going to have very, very, very good crops next year. I just got this feeling. Hmm. Mm. Especially r- right here. Around this area, yes. All right. Um, so uh, we will return to the city and take care of it and expect your return tomorrow. And him and his guard rush off. Good man. Um, as you turn around, you see that there's a bunch of tents being crudely put up uh, by the kobolds and goblins and the, the few humans, elves, and the, um, the dragonborn that was there for the strand. They have one large tent set up that it seems to be more of like a a captain's table tent where you're able to discuss plans and figure out the morning. A uh, small campfire is set up and uh, a few goblins are hustling off with bows off into a direction towards the forest to hopefully get some game for dinner. Um, it quiets down over the course of the evening as you're able to take a breather, release some of the, the tension. Um, a few spirits come out and drinks are shared. Uh, a few oh. of the those kind of spirits. Those kind of spirits. Uh, a few of the goblins speak as if they were in a big battle and are leaning back and talking about all of their their other previous fights and how this one was the most epic as they rushed up to see giant apes finishing a pummeling and turning back into humans and talking tall tales of what they had seen. Um, and one of the goblins walks up with some bread it's it's not much, but uh, here's some snack well. Uh, the meat is being hunted and prepared. It should be under an hour for some dinner. And um, the the captain will tell you what what to do. Uh, Sir Sir Lildenstarad is the best captain we've ever had. Um, I, I'm sure you know because it seems like you guys are friends. Um, but here's some food, and we'll we'll point you in the right direction in the morning. And he hustles off to a tent, and tonight the stars shine brightly, and the moon starts to come out as plates of fresh-caught meat, some vegetables, uh, and wild fruit that have been harvested from the edges of the forest are brought to you, uh, some raw, some cooked, uh, and you're able to set up camp for the night. Huzzah! 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 You obliterated uh, my my uh, mildly big bad evil guy. You've got bigger and badder. No, <laughs> uh, you guys did uh, ape out and uh, definitely changed the flow of things. Uh, thank you, uh, Rumiel, for uh, returning order to the chaos. Um, and we are so excited that you all had a chance to tune in. Uh, we do have at least one more episode of mm-hmm. this arc uh, in two. two weeks. And then our final episode of the season will be in the first week of, or the first June. weekend of June, June, which I believe the story will carry on to in that to wrap up fully this arc. Um, but next 
And the next show in two weeks will be really, really pivotal to these characters, their leadership, and uh, the change in this town. So stay tuned. Two weeks we'll have that. Uh, and then we'll be going into potentially some summer fun. We'll let you know on our social what's happening after our first <clears throat> show in June because we don't have that fully planned out. So if you did like our summer series last year, we can always pop into the summer series. We've got other arcs to join up on, or we can continue this one. So please let us know what you've enjoyed, and we will definitely take that into consideration as we plan out the summer. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for supporting, sponsoring, sharing, liking, following. Uh, continue to do so. We appreciate you. Players, thank you for splattering that guy. That was awesome. Um, Rumil... Thank you for your time here. You're bringing another character next time you come back. <laughs> you only introduce chaos. He's going to say no more druids allowed. No, I mean, it's all just going to be says the fighters. Wild magic, uh... Yeah, right. It's all just going to be fighters, <laughs> and there's no access to magic. He says it's usually my hair falling out or growing a beard of feathers, so... Thank you all. Enjoy your night. Enjoy your quarantine with friends, family, and others. Uh, if you haven't listened to them all yet, we're on podcast. We're on VOD here on Twitch. We will catch you in two weeks. Bye, guys. Good night. Yeah.